Bam, we're live. Oh, I guess so. If it wasn't for California hormones, you would be watching this show over at the Morning Chalk Up or Talking Elite Fitness oh. or Bar Bend or ESPN or one of the other rags. But because of California hormone sponsorship and us leveraging that force of nature that is California hormones, we've been able to drag Brian Friend onto this show to do the most important show of the year. The power rankings for female CrossFit athletes in 2023. Is everything I'm saying true? No, not necessarily. But the spirit of what I'm saying is absolutely true. Just like that's not a douchebag that's on Brian's shoulders, but it is some sort of bag. What, what happened to the bag? Wait, wait. What happened to the bag that was on your shoulders? You're making me seem like a liar. I moved it to my back. Uh, just like that? It just there's, That's the technical move? Just slide it? Just slide it down? Yeah. Or were you in some sort of compromised uh, positions last night that you needed a heating pad for your uh, shoulders and back? Uh, no, I think we did all right. <laughs> hey, I hate to see the other guy. You think you think I'm sorry? I'd hate to see the other guy. Uh, Clive McLaughlin. Hi. Literally just finished the last show ten minutes ago. A semi marathon for me today. I was a little. What? This doesn't happen very often, but I was a little embarrassed at my performance last night because I was so jacked on coffee. But thank God Halpin and Brian were here. They did a great job. Don't watch don't watch last night's show. It wasn't my wasn't my best. Unless you want to see Brian and Mike at their best. I kind of want to go over and look at the numbers from yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was good. I, I was really impressed with the with the power ranking show yesterday. I guess that's balance in the universe. Great show in the morning. I mean I said it was bad. Was don't fine. get me wrong. Yeah. Well, the subject was tough. It's tough to make an hour and a half of. I told Mike afterwards. I'm I'm glad we waited. You know, the worldwide rankings came out. We did it almost immediately. Strength of field came out. I'm glad we waited a little while because it gave us a better chance to, not necessarily just have first instinct responses, but actually, like think about if what we how we felt about some of those things were, um, were actually true when we when we applied a little bit of math. Arithmetic, the three R's. Oh, maybe we should have called it math with Halpin and friends. Friend and Halpin, Halpin and friend. I wonder if your name always goes second just because of the double meaning of the word friend. <clears throat> I guess it depends what meaning you want to imply. Like if we had a TV show, like Matosian, like if we were cops, if we had a cop show, it wouldn't be friend and Matosian, it would be Matosian and friend. You could have a bigger gun, though, if you want, since my name goes first. Um, oh, shit. We're one minute late. The show started. Uh, <laughs> great, great show yesterday. Um, this has become is, is this the first, second, third year, second, second year? The power, how, how, many, how, many, how many years of how long has it been? Is this the second year of the power rankings? I guess. So. I mean, last year, I just didn't have as robust of a list. I think in the preseason, it was 
pretty small, like 20 or 30. That's right. I forgot about the old days. Only 20 or 30. We went from 20 to 30, and now we're at 100. Yeah, we expanded throughout the season last year after the games put out a list of 100 and have obviously refined it. Um, As we talked about yesterday, and I acknowledged in um, even the post I put up last night that there are still things changing. So I tried to have as good a pulse as I could on who's actually competing this year. Um, but even since putting that post up, there's been some more things that I've learned. So we'll, we'll get to that as we work our way through the list. Uh, do you feel vulnerable when you give these lists out? Like, um, like kind of naked, uh, um, you know what I mean? Like insecure, like, like the whole world's like looking at your shit. I, uh, everyone's judging you by the way there's no one who's like whether it's good or bad no one's like i look at the power rankings list with zero judgment like it's only to be judged that's i mean right i mean that you're just it's not like um it's just to be judged and everyone has an opinion who sees it it's just we're all a bunch of assholes like anyone who gives a fuck about the power rankings a judgmental douche that's us oh god brian fucked up again great job brian (laughs) not maybe not maybe at least i have a heating pad on not quite naked Okay, fine. Oh, you slid it down to your back. <laughs> Jay Harder, wow, no warning this morning. Probably the post I made on Instagram yesterday. My goodness. My goodness. Go look at that last one I made. Holy shit. I can't, you can't even believe the shit I'm posting is real. <laughs> it is kind of, I will say this. I, I feel yeah. like people have um, <laughs> a little bit more, a little bit more sensitive when it comes to the women than the men. Oh, with the men, it's like, ah, you fucked up, dude. That dude's 10 spots better. And with the girls, it's like, hey, dude, I'm going to fucking kill you. That's my wife. <laughs> or, or I wish it was my wife. <laughs> right. right. Uh, where is Ariel Lowen? Where is Sarah Sigmund's daughter? Does Tia Toomey get to stay on the list? Do you really know if she is going to compete or not compete pregnant? Uh, by the way, I love all of her videos. I, I like Tia. It's, it's weird. Uh, I love Tia more than ever. Pregnant women are awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, what, 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 this list is going to be very interesting. Where's Olivia Kerstetter? What happened to, is Emma, did Emma Lawson, is, is she uh, catapult? Uh, does Brian believe Haley Adams is going to get strong and, and keep her in the top three? Um, top can, three. She's never been in the top three. Top six. Uh, where? Oh, how about Danielle Brandon? Uh, you you know, uh, uh, fantastic. Only getting better, but you know, yeah. And it's, and in the women's field right now is, especially when you're you know you're talking about a lot of top twenty, top thirty, maybe top ten athletes. There's an opportunity that hasn't been there for a while at the very top, and there's this same thing as on the men's side. There's a bunch of young women. It's a big range when I say young women, seventeen to twenty five range that are. Get, still getting better and already very good. And then there's this other group of women that's like 28 to 33. And some of them are still extremely relevant. Some of them we're, we're not so sure if they'll ever be relevant the way they were again. Uh, Emma Carey was Brian impressed with her, 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 her wazapaloozas or and, her rogues or, or was he disappointed? And complicating things on the women's side uh, last week, or maybe earlier this week, Patrick Clark wrote an article on the bar bend. Oh my God. On the bar bend, that's hello, good. Brian. Friend here. How can I help you? Why is that making a noise? There should never be any noise. Why do you have a, a guitar as your? That's so fucking nineteen ne- eighties. There's what, no what? way that that phone. That's your make ringer. Any noise. No, that's I never your... have. I never have it on. It should never make a noise. I don't know why that's that what, happened. Change your ringer anyway. 
Um, oh, that means it must be someone important. I have to co- still call you twice. Did you ever put me in your favorites? Yeah. You're it's not favorites. working. I, I still have to call you twice. Okay, sorry. What were you we talking about? Uh, the article the pandemic, that Patrick wrote, that wrote earlier oh, Patrick this week. Clark. And yes. the, he, he has dressed, uh, there's like 20-something women that he mentioned who were not in the individual field last year for but one reason or another that are going to be this year. And in some of those cases, we haven't seen them do anything. Uh, and in other cases, we have had a chance to see them in the off season. Um, but nevertheless, sorting them accordingly is quite challenging. And like I said, some people have uh, are a little bit more sensitive when it comes to the women's field for whatever reason. And of course, for every single one of those people, there's going to be a group of supporters that are you know, very excited to see well, what, what's he going to do with Amanio Nangonis, Annika Greer, Sarah mm. Samizadar, Jamie Simmons mm. that weren't in the game season last year. Yeah, Bethany, Sha- Bethany Shatburn, Carrie Pierce. Bethany Pierce. Shatburn, Emma Tall, Emily Rolfe, like all these women on here. Um, Maddie Sturt didn't make the games. Michelle Bazinat missed the game. Shelby Neal, Lauren Fisher coming back to individual. Annie Thorzetter coming back to individual. Wow, look at the visual Caleb just put up. That's nice. <clears throat> Where so, would you where would you rank? Let me ask you a really tough question here. Just where would you rank Patrick Clark in terms of uh, uh, games knowledge, CrossFit knowledge? He, uh, you mean like relative to other people, or just it, 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 no, yeah, yeah, relative? Like in the let's give him an A through F, just in terms oh. of his F being the worst, A being he gets to pass to the to the to the next grade level. Where um, are you? Where would you rank yourself? Uh, I'm an A. I'm an A. Oh, then he's A plus. Yeah, I think so too. Relative I, to you, he's an A plus. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> he um he, he has the greatest contributions in the uh, comments of any um well th- for his category of just of just CrossFit knowledge. He he he's the A. There's people who might have better questions. There's people who might be funnier. But in terms of CrossFit knowledge contribution. Um, I wouldn't have given him an A plus on an arbitrary scale, but once you ranked yourself on it, it was the only option left. Understood. Relativity is um, <laughs> the only way things. Uh, I, I, no, there's, I mean, there's, I mean, I would say yours is the posts that make me have the biggest smile, Christine. Like you're an A, and when I see you post, you're the shortest person who posts. How's that? Uh, Wad Zombie, uh, Brian. People used to get very up in arms about your rankings. Has that calmed down over the years, or are people still losing it? Get your athlete cards at what the Wad Zombie uh, website. I love my athlete cards. I wish I would have brought them with me. <laughs> Bring them with you. Set them up in every yeah, studio. At least my Alexis. At least my Alexis wrapped this one. I have two of those, and so I feel comfortable taking one out of the den. You have two. I don't even have one yet. No, that's. Uh, on, well, I'm an A. I'm an A. I wrote all the captions on the back. I don't even have a card. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, to answer his question, I think people who've been around for a while are more, uh, they know what to expect. And they also know that generally there'll be something like this to follow it up for a little bit more explanation. And then maybe people are seeing it for the first time, um, can have a little bit more of an emotional reaction. So just depends on not so much on how long I've been doing it, but how long the people interacting with it have been aware of it. Um, I want, do you get, I, I'm assuming you get a lot of people who are like personally involved. Like for, for instance, Shanna does not like what's happening to Ellie because, uh, you know, her, her son is dating Ellie. So she's, you know, she's pretty active in the comments like, yo, let Ellie free Ellie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think that she would take exception to a rankings of, of Ellie because when it comes to the athletes, I mean, 
there's only really, first of all, a lot of athletes don't care too much about this, you know, because it doesn't really matter. But they, they, they do, let me let me amend that with an asterisk. They pretend to not care. Go on. They pretend to not care. The ones that do look at it, um, they will hopefully have one of two reactions and either be like, fuck yeah, that guy believes in me and I want to go and prove him right. Or fuck that guy. <laughs> he doesn't think I can do it and I'm going to prove him wrong. And either way, uh, that can be motivating for the athlete. Um, I think uh, if I was an athlete, I definitely wouldn't want to be ranked too high. It's always if, if I didn't deserve it, it would be weird. It would be weird if you didn't deserve it to be ranked high. You'd feel like a douche. Yeah, and it, and it is always interesting. You know, there are certain athletes. A couple that come to mind are, are Lazar Jukic and um, Jeff Adler. That mm. throughout the history of their careers, that I've been doing these rankings or predictions for, they almost always. Maybe, maybe even always beat my prediction, have beaten it. But now mm. they're getting so good that I can't sandbag them. Like, you know, the worst I'm going to rank Jeff Adler is fifth this year. That's not a lot of room for, for other dudes on his end. You know, oh, like he oh, wants right, to continue right, right. to beat that. And when it comes to a semifinal, if you pick him first or second, like if you pick him first, the only thing you can do is match it at this point. If you pick him second, then there's like only one spot that he can do better than that. So the margins get really small for some of those people. But, but we'll get to some examples of what you're talking about, where I think in August I was just a little overzealous with a few, and therefore it's going to look like they dropped really far down the rankings. But really it's it's on me, not on them in those cases. And, and I, I also think that there's athletes that if you're ranked higher than them, it should make you feel a little uncomfortable. Like if you're ranked higher than Haley Adams on the female side, like you should be like, do I really deserve this? Or like Scott Panchik. Like you had him ranked pretty low, I think, yesterday, and all those oh. other guys, except for like, except for maybe like Justin Medeiros, everyone else should feel uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I had him ranked twenty fifth, and and I think I, I might. I mean, there's no him. way that Jason Hopper's better than uh, Scott Panchik as a CrossFit athlete. I don't think. I, I, I think well, you put him ten event. You pick, we pick ten events out of the Hopper, and Scott beats him every day. Is Scott healthy enough to do that? Yeah, I, that's I the question, and yeah. that's why you have a you know guys like that, and we'll get to some women like. Same with Haley. Well. Pick ten events out of the hopper, but, but I man, you say, those five people you have ranked ahead of her. I don't know. I haven't looked at the rankings yet. Whatever you have her, those people, but those people, I don't think can win. I, I mean, I don't know if Laura Horvath can beat Haley Adams or Mal O'Brien can beat Haley Adams if you just randomly pick ten things out of the hopper. I know it's not well, random, if, and if you're but, talking but she's about good. just a head-to-head matchup. Haley yeah, yeah. versus Laura, 10 random yeah. events. Yeah. Then, then I think that's a different conversation because right. Haley's not going to be punished for uh, not being able to move a barbell with a score of two. She's just going to get a, a one to zero in Laura's favor. And same thing with the handstand pushups for Laura. Good point. But if you, you know, so it depends what comes out because on just pure capacity tests, and this, this yeah. is what's going to happen in the open, open uh, announcement 23.1, which we're going to talk about tonight. There's very specific things that Gabby Magawa has no chance to beat Laura Horvath in. But on a majority of things that we see in the open, she should she should beat Laura. Does that mean she's better than Laura? And that's where the conversation right. gets fun. And this ranking, oh, that, that's a great question. So this ranking, oh, you're going to hate this. <laughs> I'm going to try, try to do it anyway. This ranking is based on what you, um, uh, how they would place, I guess, if the CrossFit games happen today based on how you think that the CrossFit games would be programmed in the most simplest way to think of it, if the CrossFit games were to happen today, this is how they would place one through a hundred. If all 100 went to the games based on what you know of Adrian's programming and these athletes, how they perform. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I like it. 
God, it's so simple compared to the strength of quotient worldwide rankings <laughs> understanding. So simple. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, the, you know, the, one of the things I showed last night, that's kind of cool. And it was actually a good reflection for me also, because I wasn't thinking about this, putting this list together, but because we were end up doing these so close to when the worldwide rankings and strength of field came out that I did do a little side-by-side -side comparison. And I wanted to see how I was, you know, cause I've, you know, I've, I've been making a strong case that Europe is not getting the representation they need, but when I actually put it on paper, I saw that in my own rankings, I was still favoring them, the North American women over the European women. Now there's a huge amount of women in general that are not on this list because they're uh, not competing in the individual field this year. And a bunch of those are also from Europe. So it's a little skewed in that regard, but either way, um, you know, there are a lot of North American women on, in this top 100 for sure. Uh, so let's let the show begin. We'll sort of first we're going to look. I think we did this yesterday, too, right? We're going to look at the women who were on last year, but who have not made it this year for one reason or another. And Brian will uh, give us a quick overview of what happened. Uh, what, what are some of the main reasons, Brian? Uh, going team. Is that usually the main reason why they're off the list? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you'll see here. So it's the. Uh, Pregnancy, obviously, a lot of team athletes. Isn't it weird that there's only one pregnant? Uh, it, 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 I mean, that's what girls do. They get pregnant, and yet yeah, only one. It's kind of weird. That should say Caroline Spencer, my fault. But, um, yeah, and then the rest of these are basically going team. Olivia Sulek's only 20 years old, but she's retired for now from competition. And then a few masters. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Is she going to a different sport? No, she just, like, doesn't have the passion for it. Wow. She put a post up a month or two ago. Um, she out. was a uh, up and comer to watch. She was training with that brute camp down in Naples. And uh, I think she still actually might be training with him. She's just not competing anymore. And I commend her for that. I mean, it's, uh, this is what I've, you know, when it comes to the team conversations that we've been having, I've always said, uh, yeah, Steven Flores. Yes. There's a few others that can be added to this list too. So we'll get to those later on. But, um, you know, if you don't have the passion to be on the team then I don't want you on the team is what I've been saying. And I think that as a coach or a parent or a training partner, if she's just not feeling inspired to compete this season, then it's, uh, it's, I would be supportive of her to, to step aside for now. And maybe she'll have that fire rekindled at some point and maybe not, it's not for everyone, which is fine. Isn't Lucy Campbell the girl out of the UK who won the swim event? Yeah. So what he's talking about here is that Lucy Campbell. You can't quit if you won an event the previous year. Well, she's she's injured. So she's taking the oh, year off oh, to get oh. healthy. And she said she's that wrist has been bothering her since before quarterfinals last year. And finally, she's realizing that she's not. it's not worth it to go through this year with that same injury. So she's going to sit this season out. She said she intends to come back. And then Cara Saunders, uh, you know, I have knowing that it was possible that she wasn't going to compete this year, I decided to keep her on the list because I thought that there was a good chance she was actually going to be motivated by Atia not being there, as we've talked about before. But at the end of the day, uh, yesterday, she put out a post um, that confirmed she also will not be participating in this season. So I will remove those athletes and a few others from the list after this show. But as I said in the post and yesterday with the men, at some point I had to send these to the graphics guy and so, you know, I'm just going with what I had at that time for now. If you're going masters, you can't be on the list. No, you can be on the list. I just, I basically, I didn't think that any of them would have a chance this year to actually make it in an individual field, but I didn't, there was not like a specific reason. And I just wanted to acknowledge that they're in the masters category and still might be one of the best 100 or 150 in the world. So, so is Amy Morton on your list? 
She's not. She was. She's not anymore. But but the reason why they're not on your list is supposed to be this category over on – oh, she was 86 last year, and yeah. Emily uh, Lapinen was 88. Is she from the same country that Henry Hapalapinen is from? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me. Oh, good. Smart as shit. Um, uh, Masters – but that's not the reason they're off. You're just saying they're, they're, they're not on the list because they got pushed out because they weren't good enough. Yeah. And I'm just acknowledging that they're, that they're in the master's category. Okay. Okay. All right. And then uh, uh, another notable person is uh, Chandler Smith's uh, wife. Uh, she was uh, right on the cusp and now she's team. I guess those, there's always going to be a, those people, right? Who are 99 and a hundred. Mm-hmm. I guess a hundred will always fall off or climb. <laughs> or stay the same. Or stay Never the mind. same. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, Only one hundred. Yeah. So anyway, okay. that's you know some some women. Uh, Kelly Stone. I saw some people were asking about. She's who is that? Team. Do I know who that is? Is that that's not Kelly Baker? Kelly Baker is a different. No, Kelly. Oh. no. Kelly Baker will be on this list. Kelly Stone. She is on the list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like Kelly Baker. I think I think Kelly Baker. You know, not necessarily a top 10, 20 games athlete, but can uh, have a resurgence in the individual field this year. And yeah, Kelly Stone. She doesn't have a chance in hell. Who's which Kelly is that? That's, That's Kelly not, Stone. Uh, Kelly Baker actually, doesn't have a chance in hell going to the games, though, right? We'll see. Wow, that would be awesome if she went. Yeah, look at this girl. I don't know if that's her. I can't recognize her. That was sure. Kelly Baker, the second one. The that first was- one was Kelly Stone. She's on a team with CrossFit Omnia this year, and their team actually, I think, is going to be very, very good. Does Kelly Baker have kids? Uh, she's married. I don't think she has kids yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. You know, she's a school teacher, right? Mm-hmm. That's not her. Wait, That's let me her. see. Pull up, pull up, pull up a picture of her. That's her see. on the right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember God. I'm such, I remember when I interviewed her, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I think she was a school teacher for like second and third graders. And I just imagine like going to parent teacher conference and that's the teacher. Just keeping trying to keep your shit together. <laughs> First thing you do at the start of the year, when's the parent teacher conference, get that on the calendar, not missing yeah. that one. <laughs> um, she, and, and she, she has crazy presence too. Anyway, did we should do a whole show on how beautiful she is. Anyway, okay. probably not, probably not, probably get canceled again. Triple. Let's go to the, the next subset of lists. Thank you, Brian. Thank not you. On the save, list. save me. Don't ever mention Kelly's name again. What number is she? Can we skip that? Don't 69. Fall. Yeah, I don't. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, there's no coincidences. Um, okay. Uh, who, who, these are people who are the, oh, these are people who were very close to making it on the list, but did not make it on the list. Yeah. So, you know, there's four or five that, we're going to talk about who are on the list who need to be removed from it. And some of these will slide into those spots. Uh, and, and one of these people is, uh, had the most viral video for 2022 in the uh, CrossFit space. Uh, do you know who that is, Caleb? <laughs> it involved a barbell. Yes. Uh, Roe Scott. Roe Scott. That was uh, CrossFit's claim to fame. Yeah, that was wild to watch. That was actually terrifying. I thought she I- died. I was on the other side of the field when it happened. Oh, you were there at that event? Yeah, and I was like on medical staff. I literally watched it happen. I was like, oh, she's she's dead. <laughs> God, that was amazing. I, I really like, enjoyed that. I was like about to fucking call the ambulance. I watched that 100 or 200 times. <laughs> yeah, and then she just popped up, and I was like, oh, 
Thank God. Oh, look, there's an Armenian girl on there, Jessica Calligan. What do the colors mean, Brian? So that the red is North America, yellow is Europe, pink is South America, and gray in this case is Africa. Okay. Uh, can I ask you some questions before you say what you want to say? Sure. Uh, Michelle uh, Bassanet, uh, I think that she is training. She's either a coach or training with um, Taylor Self now. She's doing the SMT. Uh, Taylor's, pro- Taylor's coaching her. She will, I will put her in, in uh, probably be the first born from this list that I'll move into the top 100 in part, because I think that that's a really good training environment for her and she'll get better with him. Secondly, because she's a landslide favorite to win in Africa. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I think that I am guessing that that girl is Armenian. Jay Hartle, Jessica Kaligian, Kalig I A N. There it is. So She was on the, um, mayhem justice team last year, but I've been told she's going to make a run as individual this year and that uh she has um i think some like uh, powerlifting or a strongman background um and she's you know which is i think a decent background she's only 27 or 28 years old and i think can you know can make a an impression possibly this year in the in the semifinal uh zoe warren she's not related to joey warren is she the guy from the or the like 2010 crossfit games I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, he was in California. That's why you're an A on the knowledge of CrossFit list, and I'm a B. Uh, uh, Reagan uh, Huckabee, that, that's a um... – Yeah, don't know, I don't know what her intentions are, but she's, you know, she's still very she, – she has still been good in the past, so I just like peripherally keeping her on my radar in case she ends up competing again this year. Uh, Brenda Castro, that, that's Mexico, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what's her, uh, is her career over? I mean, falling off the list, when you fall off the list of the top 100, I just assume you're not going to the games. Uh, so a lot of these athletes are, are you know, um, either coming up and don't know uh, necessarily that much about them yet or have been good in the past and we haven't seen them in a, a year or two. But if they come back in, um, they might, you know, they could be relevant again. And uh, how about uh, Nicole? Uh, I, this girl is that a typo she has an m a g and an h all in a row in her name mm-hmm. go ahead say she it. was on patrick's uh list of 20 athletes who's coming back into the individual field this year so we'll see again i think Magenny? that's pretty good yeah again and then i sent i did send Caleb one other list which is just a, a, a small list of women who are all competing on teams this year that uh I, if they were going individual i would give strong consideration to having in the top 100 and there's uh, some. Why did I going back to that other list just real quick? You don't have to pull it up, but there was Jordan Adcock. I, I know that name too. Was that a games yeah, athlete? I, you know me? every name that has a cock in it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what is it, where is she from? Was she? How do I know her? Was she actually uh, on the? She's been around for a while. I mean, she used to actually used to train with uh, Meredith Root, and uh, in the and they were competing in the um, West West Regionals back in like 2017, 18. She made maybe top 10 one year there top 12 and now she's with training think tank i think and uh yeah so just probably a name you recognize how how about um uh meredith and alex parker girlfriend yeah are are they still in contention i don't see their names Uh, i don't think they're they're not training to compete okay they're still very fit i think one or both of them maybe does some long distance running races even 
Going team, these are some great names, right? Alexis Johnson, uh, Brittany Weiss, uh, Devin Kim, Hannah Carlson, Kyra uh, Milligan, Lena Richter. Oh, Lena Richter, uh, really good, right? Is she the best one on the list? I don't know. I don't know because most of, a lot of these are team athletes in general. Um, Last year, the Devin Kim, I think, is going team also, by the way. I mean, yeah, she, she has, she has individual there. aspirations, right? I think so. Yeah. So all I would give all of these women consideration for the list. Some of them I would immediately put in the list, but they're all on teams. So just to kind of paint a picture that across these three lists we've just shown, there's, you know, 20 to 30 women that uh, could easily be in the top 100, but are not competing this year. Or um, maybe we just don't know enough about them, but that, you know, there were a couple of names on the previous list that I think could do something this year to warrant a spot in the top 100 going forward. Is Reagan Huckabee going Masters? I don't know if her, her intentions are in general, but she is uh, eligible for Masters, yeah. Uh, Michelle Moran, how do I know that name? She won in Africa two years ago, and we competed at the – or last year, I mean, and competed at the Games. But okay. I believe she's competing on a team this year, uh, prob- probably the best team in Africa. So she'll probably be at the Games again this year if things go accordingly, just on a team. Why does she get an asterisk? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, and uh, what, tell me one more time what the colors mean here. Continents. Continents, right. Okay. Constants. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about these people? And, and anyone, any of these people, Mayhem athletes uh, going on? Uh, uh, Kyra Milligan will be on the Mayhem Independence team. And, and uh, who? Melina Rodriguez will be on the Mayhem Lat- Latin America team. So, so uh, Mayhem's not going to make the podium this year in the teams, huh? I have some uh, team rankings, and I think th- their top team is f- somewhere between 8 and 10 on that list currently. Wow. I wonder if Rich would ever come back. I mean, he didn't do it for individual, but I wonder if he'd ever come back to team. Did he ever take a year off from team and then come back? Has he ever done that? No. My instinct is no. Yeah. Mine too. If he if he ever competes again, I think it will be in a masters division. These two went to uh, proven yesterday. Brian shared that. Yeah, he's with just us. saying they could also be on that list, and he's right. Especially oh, Andrea, oh, obviously, could oh. be on that list. Yeah. Why not Taylor? How come Andrea gets all that individual love? <clears throat> She's better as an individual. All right, Taylor, well, that was Taylor's a answer. A, I mean, Taylor's great on a team, obviously, but and when it comes to individual competition, she hasn't shown the same success that Andrea has. I mean, a few have, honestly. Is Carrie Pierce on this top 100? No. Why not? She's retired. Okay. Uh, but uh, she's been flirting with coming back. You saw her at Wadapalooza. She's been flirting with coming back in the team division. I have not heard any any indication that she's considering another individual run. And you are friends with her coach. What's up with Bethany uh, Shatburn? Well, that's a great question. Um, Good job, Ryan. We shall see. I don't. Uh, I still think that if she does compete, that she can do very, very well. Um, top ten. Top ten. At the games. I'm not sure about top ten. I would say I think she can make the games. Um, but I don't know if she. I. I, I really don't know. I mean, it's, it's it's one of these things that she's she's. In the sport of CrossFit, you have to be like you have to be able to compete when you're not at 100. percent 
And I think that that's hard for her to do. Like mentally, it's hard for her to do that. And she hasn't been at 100% for a year or two now. And I don't know if she can convince herself that she can be great when she's not feeling perfect. Uh, uh, that he's not in a hotel room. Carrie uh, told us, uh, I'm assuming she, as she came on the Clydesdale podcast, she's not coming back team or individual and she's happy with retirement. Uh, Bethany, uh, Bethany's marriage killed her aspirations just like her pit bull killed, just like her pit bull killed. Jeez Louise, that's harsh. You know, I'm, I am so manly. My fingers are so rough that when I touch my face, it like hurts my face. Did you face. say I am so manly? Yeah, that's how manly my hands are. Wow. My hands are like um, uh, sandpaper. Wow. They're amazing. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Let's do, uh, whew, we got an hour to get through this. Let's do it. Let's not dilly-dally. Bring it up. Let's go. Good morning, Mr. Spin. How are you, brother? Uh, Brian has someone interesting on the podcast, on his show today. Who is he interviewing today? Someone interesting. Dave Eubanks. Uh, Dave Eubanks. That's right. Good luck with that. Uh, and don't worry, uh, he is fully vaxxed. You do not have to worry. You can sit as close to him as you want, Mr. Spin. <clears throat> You'll be fine, unless he's shedding. Okay, uh, number – oh, so first I want to uh, – we'll ask Brian here. Um, he's going to explain to you what these numbers are that you're looking at. Yeah, I uh, have their their rank on my rankings, their movement relative to the list in, from August, obviously their name, and then on the far right column – will be their worldwide ranking based on CrossFit's um, formula for determining that. So from left to the right, uh, their position is where Brian put them. Then their change from the ranking that was done. When was the last ranking done, Brian? August. August of 2000. Uh, 22. 22. And then their name and then their uh, worldwide ranking based on the equation that CrossFit has put out. Hey, what, what's wrong with Mike Halpin? He had their CrossFit ID number on there. What's wrong with him? He just likes numbers. Like, what would be the point of that? What's wrong with this guy? A fucking weirdo. He can't well, even pretend to be normal. The thing is, uh, the thing is, as we've talked about in the past, occasionally the games athletes' websites are not re reflective of the entirety of their career uh -huh. because if they change their email address, then they'll have a new games profile. Okay. So, we, so if you look up, and I, I know Travis Mayer is an example of this. If you look up his profile, it only goes back so far. And then at some point he had a previous email address. I think by using the ID number, you can merge those things. Okay. All right. So uh, there is some logic. Okay. All right. He's not stalking them. It's not some weird shit. It's just thoroughness. Mike thoroughness. He has your, your CrossFit ID number tattooed on his back. Oh, on the small of his back? Uh-huh. Right in the middle. It's healthy. Number 100, Gracie Walton. Number 99, Sophia Shaft. Great name. Uh, 98, Jedizia. Which country? So do the Americans dominate this list? Yeah, 54 North Americans on the list. 29 Europeans, 11 from Oceania, 5 from South America, 4 from Asia, 0 from Africa. But there will be one after I update it later today and put move Michelle Baznet inside the top 100. One African. Uh, Carolyn Stanley, Ashley Wozni, um, Alexandra uh, Bozanova, uh, Svetlana, great name, Alexia, uh, ooh, what is the, where's this person from? Number 90, Nort, Norjit, Nort, Norjit, Bleeker, she's from the Netherlands. So uh, Bleak? I think that was one of the uh, characters on the Muppets. No, Beaker, it was Beaker. 
uh, uh, Linda Kiesman, Lauren Fisher. Okay, let's start there. Uh, number 88 on the list, down 14 spots. Uh, what's NR mean? She has no ranking in the worldwide rankings from CrossFit because she's been competing on a team. Okay. So she has not, she was not in the 2022 quarterfinals last year. So, and their list only includes people who participated in 2022 quarterfinals at this point. Once she does the opening quarterfinals this year, she will have some points and she will show up on the worldwide rankings, but pretty low. Um, I still, Do you have her on this list because you think she's going individual? Yes. Do you know that for a fact? Fairly confident. And, and um, does she still have games aspirations? She's been around forever, right? How, what, what year did she come on the scene? I feel like at least a decade. Yeah. Um, you know, but she's had a lot of uh, team years. Um, and yeah, I think she does still have aspirations of being competitive at a semifinal. I don't, I don't, I don't know if, I don't think she can make the games, but I do think she can make the semifinals in North America. Well, good honor. She probably has more Instagram followers than uh, all of these other uh, athletes combined. On this list, probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, let, sh- shall we? Shall we move on? Anyone? Anyone you want to speak about on here? Um, and I'll be curious about the Russian women. They didn't really compete last year in South Korea, and there may be even some more besides this that uh, could take some game spots. Sung Young Choi has pretty much been the class of the field over there. Seher Kaya will try to make a run again, but I think if the Russian women actually go compete in semifinals, that there'll be threats to qualify for the games again. Um, the you know the the big question always with athletes from Russia is even if they make it, will they come? But they do have some talent out, out there for sure. And uh, I'm hopeful that they do go compete. You know, I just like at the games, I always, I want the best at semifinals too. I think it's the most fun when the best athletes are there. Brian, I'm trying to remember if I saw this correctly, but I think the worldwide rankings for the men went to like 7,500 and the worldwide rankings for the women only went to like 5,500. Why is that? Or am I, did I see that? Less wrong? people signed up for the quarterfinals last year. So it just goes down through however many people signed up for last year's quarterfinals. And oh, there were that many more men. I would have thought they were equal amounts. Oh no, because it's ten percent of the open field. And like you know, and like is that I, how is that what it is? Yeah. And yesterday when we were, yeah, you had asked me a question, and I mentioned that one of the two factors was just the depth of the field of the men is greater, and it's greater at every level. Like there's more guys, uh, there's more guys competitive for the top ten, top twenty, top forty, but there's also just more people doing it. Can I, is that math? If I see that there's 7,500 men in the quarterfinals, can I just do the math on that and be like, well, there's, that means there's 75,000 individual men in the open. I mean, does that work? No, that's 7,500 who registered, but okay. there were about another 7,500 who qualified for quarterfinals and did not register. So okay, it's closer okay. to 15,000 and 150,000. Okay. Now what I'll be interested this year is what is if the percentage of registrants for quarterfinals goes up dramatically, which means a lot more money for CrossFit, because if you don't pay the 50 bucks, you don't get a worldwide ranking. Oh, oh, oh. And you know that there's always this, this wow. not just with CrossFit, which is a lot wow. of things throughout history of men, is that you want to know the answers, follow the money. Why would the worldwide the quarterfinals be the determining factor if you get a worldwide ranking? Because maybe you're more likely to get registrations and therefore more money, which could then yield bigger prize purses in the CrossFit game season. So 
if I make it to the quarterfinals, well, I guess I, I guess I kind of can't blame them for that. If you make it to the quarterfinals and you don't enter, you won't get a worldwide <laughs> ranking because you won't have a score. And if you want to, why does it cost 50 bucks to enter the quarterfinals? Isn't that an online competition? It costs 20 bucks to enter the open. Yeah, good point. Each stage of the season, there's a registration fee. This is another thing that I, I would do differently. Most likely. I mean, I'd have to have conversations with other people involved, but I, I feel that if I think there should be a pro track and an amateur track for open registration. Oh, now I'm pissed. I don't like that at all. And if you register for the pro track that, you pay one rate up front for the entire season and it covers your entry for however far you make it. Oh, and, that, that. and that there's a, no, and there's also a, uh, increased expectation on you. You must film every video. You must, you must submit it. And that, um, you're, you're more sports centric. I want it to go. I want it to be less, uh, separated, right, but, this, yeah, but I want to get rid of the, the scaling is, options and the, and the yeah, disabled the and all that. I want to get rid of all that. The masters, I need to get throw it all away. Just one giant, no, no, we all right. jump in. That's obviously no. not right. I know, but the uh, the that's, know, well, no, no, the not obviously, why. Brian. Not obviously. No, it is. There's oh. <laughs> no. It, it's, come on, man. That would be like saying you go to the CrossFit class and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't give family options to those guys. There can be there can't day or that they're 500 pounds of getting up there and do bar muscle ups just like me. No, this is this is. I see what you're. I see your point, but I just like all of us doing the same thing. Like, let's just be a family. Let's do the same thing. And uh, yeah, but just tell, for this guy, one and tell that to a guy with one arm when you're doing. Uh, figure it out. Figure it out. They do figure it out. They're way figure more. They're way more uh, able to adapt to challenging circumstances than us. Even the only people that should get something different it should be like over seventy and uh, and and. Oh, under, as soon as you make one, as soon as you make one exception, you then you're going to open up Pandora's. Okay, box. fine. Fuck over seventy. Just one. Anyway, the reason why I say that is because last year it was. A, a I month. would be an RX athlete if the programming was done right and it stayed communal. Go ahead. Sorry, Brian. It was it was pretty obvious last year that the season was unmanageable, and so if you create a pro division, then you. Can what do you mean by that the, unmanageable? You mean not like people were? You talking about like 20, all that stuff that Hiller talked about, all the fucked up like inability to get the right scores in the right places and to judge accurately and all that stuff. Yeah, and CrossFit regularly says, "Hey, we're a small team," you know, so there's only so much that we they can are do. Small. But yeah. if you are a small team, then structure the season so that whatever the size of your team is, it's something that you can actually manage. So not necessarily even have a, a pro team and an amateur track, but basically athletes we give a fuck about ones we don't. Ones that are just here for us to take your money and, the, and those that we're going to judge. I'm not feisty. I'm, I'm not. Next page. Okay. Yeah, next page. Sorry. Uh, uh, 80 through 90. Uh, Lauren Fisher, uh, former great athlete, now in her twilight years, just hanging on by a thread. Uh, um, Tori Dyson. Oh, Tori Dyson made an appearance at Wadapalooza on one of the teams. Uh, former tra- a comp train athlete, former training partner with Catherine David's daughter. Uh, Julia Cato, uh, she had a run-in uh, with uh, Brian at the games. They worked it out. Um, she, Brian accidentally said something to insult her. Uh, Sasha Nevis. Uh, Elizabeth Withshart, uh, Meredith Swindle, tough name. Uh, Linda Porter, Taylor Reber. How, how do you get that last of your family name to be Swindle? Who's 78, Caleb? Don't hate. It's on the bottom. Oh, my bad. All right. Get to, don't get defensive, buddy. Just uh, quality control. Oh, shit. Did we miss Ellie? Ellie, too? Ellie Bun- Buds? Oh, uh, yeah, Buds. Oh, Aya Wunger. Yeah. Oh, is that her? Is that the Wunger or no? Bung, there's a different Bunger. Yeah. Bunger. 
Allison Scuds. Uh, are Scuds? What's going on with Allison Scuds? Does she? Oh, look, I see Amy Kringle. Um, uh, from the Isle of Man. Allison Scuds. Does she have a chance? One of the games. I don't think so. Her window. I mean, she went as hard as she could. Right, a couple of years ago, she was. That was her. Her kind of her window. Was it last year with uh, Kotler? Uh. She, I mean, she was in a. She went to the semifinals, right, and kind of imploded. I don't know about imploded. I mean, look, like she, she was. I just want to make sure I got this right. She went to the easiest semifinal in North America you could go to, and she finished twelfth. Atlas Games, Atlas Games. Yeah, and she finished twelfth, which is you know not really, uh, not really close to making it. You really like her. You don't want to. You're 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 being you're being te- tempered. Yeah, I do really like her. She's great. Uh, a- a- Amy Kringle, uh, where was she last year? How come she didn't? Sh- we don't have a number of her moving up or down. <clears throat> I guess she just kind of stayed the same. Uh, you know, I'd like her, her to move up. Like, can, yeah, can, I know you would, but I watched her. her up or- I watched her closely in Dubai, and I, you know, I, d- I guess I didn't see what the things that I wanted to see there to move her up significantly. So maybe she'll be better at semifinals than she was last year, but I still don't think it's it's going to be good enough to make the games. Is is Amy Kringle the one that um John Young accidentally picked? He had her confused for Lucy Campbell. Do you remember Maybe. that? Maybe. In in the draft? Maybe. God, that was awesome. How is John Young? You talk to him? John Young and uh, a guy that I train with here are gonna compete together on a team at Crash Crescendo in April. Is Crash Crescendo uh JR's thing? It's his, it's the team competition, which is in April. The individual one is in October. Uh, Andrea Sober. I know you like saying her name. Mm-hmm. Any games athletes we've seen so far? Any, any any individual athletes on this list? Andrea has made the games before. Sasha Nevis has made the games before. And wasn't Sasha Nevis on some sort of mayhem team? Is she the Olympian Olympic lifter? She was fifth place at the games last year with uh, with Angela's and Luke, yeah, and Alexis. And she's yeah. and you dropped her. Uh, well, she's going to go individually again. This year, uh, I think it'll be, I think she'll be in the, probably in the top five South American women, but I, I don't know if she'll make the top two again. She's little. She's too little. Actually, a bunch of, uh, she not too little, but she is little. And, and, uh, and how about this, uh, Gabby, um, uh, McClelland? I've seen her name too. Down six. Yeah. Where did I see her? She's got some big time supporters. Uh, she was, uh, making an impact at the syndicate semifinal last year and kind of the opposite of Allison Scuds. That was a really strong semifinal. I think she finished seventh or eighth when everything was said and done. Um, I do think that she has a chance to make some moves this year, but uh, outside of that performance at semifinal last year, don't have a ton to go on with regards to her. So she's someone that I'm looking at who could make a, you know, a, a jump of 20 spots or something in a month or two. Okay. Hey, isn't it fun? You can just uh, point to any name and Brian will just start talking about it. That's like, I'd say, 51% of the fun of the show. And then 49% is your plant head? Yes, that's the other. <laughs> uh, and, um, and Dana Paran, was she at Zello's Games? How do I know her name? Um, Dubai. Dubai, okay. Is she the Asian chick that's really strong? No, who's that? She does. She uh, she's, she's from USA, but she does look a little bit Asian, I suppose, and she is very strong. Yeah, I think she okay. got second place to Karen Frey on the barbell, you know, barbell heavy workouts in Dubai. 
I've outed myself. I judge people by their ethnicity and their strength. Okay. She is Asian, though. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you for correcting them, Brian. Okay, let's uh, get any, anyone else uh, here that you want to talk about? How's your relationship with Julian Ikedo? Good? Julia. Great. And she had a win this year in an off-season event in um, in Saudi Arabia. There's the one I mentioned last night where s- several athletes withdrew when they found out about the uh, drug testing. She did not withdraw. She won the competition. And- oh, good point. Because that's, that's where you guys had the hiccup last year. She kind of got lumped up with some uh, poppers, and she wasn't a popper. She yeah, we had name. heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we had heard that there was a, a failed drug test in South America. I had assumed incorrectly that it was someone who'd made the games. It turns out it was the third place finisher there. Hey, so this event in Saudi Arabia said that they were going to drug test, and people started pulling out. Did they actually drug test, or did they just say they that? They did just drug just... test. Oh, and they'd used WADA for the drug testing. Hey, can I see the list? That we, can you? I want to know the list of those. Um, is there anyone I know who pulled out? Yeah, we told you last night, Alexander Illen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone else? Other, I don't think you would know any of the others. I can't remember them offhand. That's cool. I, I by the, I'm not judging you, Alexander. Get juiced up and get around the protocol. I'm all, I'm all for it. Quote me on that. Hey, have you seen this new feature, Caleb, in um, Streamyard, where you can just pull clips right out of Streamyard and it sends them straight to YouTube? Uh, yeah, I tried messing with it. It's Honestly, kind of a pain in the ass, but oh. I'm, I might fuck around with it some more. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, 60. Uh, wow, we're cruising. Uh, 60 through 70. Here we go. Oh, wow. Kelly Clark. Holy shit. Okay. Now we're, now I'm seeing some names. I went to Kelly Clark's um, fundraiser last year in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that. Man, that was a crazy semifinal, right? Who were those three girls that were all what, fourth, fifth, and sixth were all one point away? Well, Brooke Wells, Rebecca Fusile, Kelly Clark, and then only eight points behind that was Shelby Neal, who we'll get to later on on this list. And um, all four of those, I think, have pretty interesting kind of storylines. But we'll start with Kelly Clark since she's. By right the way, here. both those girls have crazy bodies, Kelly Clark and Kelly Britt Baker. It's like crazy. I recommend going to both their Instagrams and, <laughs> and uh, looking at them. They are nuts. Their physiques are crazy. Kelly Clark yeah. is like. And it was, I mean, honestly, it's pretty devastating for her. I thought she handled it extremely well given the circumstances. You know, she's been in, in this for a long who, who time. Kelly Clark handled it yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah, she's been in this. Sport I don't know. Maybe she went home and put a gun in her mouth. I don't know. That was close, dude. That was in the crazy moment, she close. It really well. She was there talking to her and Lance, and they, you know, it was heartbreaking. But um, I commend them for the way they handled it then. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of you know we've we talk about it at times that sometimes you can be you, like you can only stick with it for so long. And when you get close uh, a number of times, eventually it's like, man, it's just, maybe it's just never going to happen for me. So one of two things will happen for Kelly is either she's going to not be, you know, that's going to be devastating for her. She's not going to rebound from it. And we won't ever see her get that close again, or she'll be like, I know I can do this. I was one point away last year and I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen this year. And we, maybe we see a better version of her. I got the I, impression it beat her up pretty good that it took a toll on her body. It could have for sure. Um, She's just, not young either, right? She's she's like 35, right, yeah. 30, 33. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I, I want to say one more thing too about her body, just real quick. So there's these people. I live in Santa Cruz. And there's a lot of CrossFitters there. And like I, I've been driving down the street before 
and it's actually the exact same place. I've been driving down the street on this street, 41st street and seen a guy jogging just in a little pair of shorts and slowed down and said to my wife, look at that fucking guy. And then as we passed him, I tried to look at his face and it was Greg Amundsen just running around That's with awesome. his shirt off and a pair of booty shorts, just jacked out of his. And same thing with Kelly Clark. Like I've slowed down. Don't tell Lance this. I've slowed down and been like, who the fuck is that? And then I like pulled in the front and it's Kelly Clark. I mean, she is something. I think Greg Amundsen would come on the show. Yeah, he's been on the show a couple times. I know, I know. I mean, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, I just, he just came out with another book. He writes all these religious books. Like, he, he's like, he's like the Christian version of Ronnie Teasdale. I, I, and I bought his book. I need to read it. Yeah, should, do we, should we have him on? He is jacked. I think. I mean, here's the thing. I know you've had him on those shows, the show before. I think there is a big audience right now that probably wasn't around then and hasn't seen those interviews. And I don't know how accessible oh. to find they are. So. Even if oh, it might be somewhat repetitive for you to have those conversations, I think there's a lot of people that could learn a lot from having him back on. Yeah, uh, yeah, Lance. It would be stupid to mess with Lance. Kelly Clark's boyfriend is built like a fucking like three pit bulls, like a pit bull on think steroids. Of the thumbnail you can make the original fire breather. Oh yeah, that's good. Okay. And um, uh, when I saw the last time I saw Kelly and Lance down at the beach too. Um, cold lance just did a kickflip on my kid's skateboard which was <laughs> which was pretty fucking crazy just to do cold he may have even been barefoot it was nuts brian is such a great commentator communicator oh communicator Thank i you. do like it when you just see one word and make it your own word it's just Sevon doesn't read so well someone someone write that in the next comment yeah original yeah. Um, just okay, one, so, one note so Ke- on I, I think Kelly Clark's done, though. I don't think Kelly Clark or Kelly Baker have a, a chance at making it to the games. I'm, I'm sorry. And that Ashley Shoemaker girl, that, that must, that's the uh, Brute Strength podcast guy's chick? Yeah, but uh, she, she, I, I, uh, Brian Spin informed me that she's actually competing on a, a team this year, and their team will actually be good, and her team will likely make the games. So I'll, I will remove her from this list today as well. And the girl from Spain, you've dropped 24, Sahar. After all this uh, time learning how to say her name, she's out. No, she's she's actually Turkish, or she competes oh. as a Turkish athlete in Asia. She trains in Norway with a lot of the top Norwegian athletes. She will be relevant in the Asian semifinal. I was not. I was disappointed, I guess, with how she fared at Dubai uh, against a field that I thought she would have done well in. Um, and... Uh, like I said, if the Russian women do compete this year, I think it'll be difficult for her to make it back to the games. Brian's so great at hand jobs. Oh, oh no, com- great communicator. Sorry. Say her name. Uh, Sahar Kaya, I think. Sahar, Sahar, my Turkish sister. Okay, uh, uh, Victor. That's the inside joke. Victoria Campos uh, popped up. Uh, I learned her name at Wadapalooza. She was competing with uh, Miss Sigmund's daughter, right, or something. Well, she won Copa Sur last year. She went to the game. She did all right. What's Copa Sur? What's Copa Sur? South American semifinal. She, okay. I mean, she didn't do great at the games. She did look. I thought she looked better at Wadapalooza. I think I would say. When she, you say she didn't do great at the games, you're talking 39th? 33rd. Okay. Um, I think she's the top rated one in South America right now for women. I have her, you know, maybe 10 spots ahead of the next Next women there. Um, and, you know, there's unlike uh, Guy in, in the men's side and even uh, and even Augustine, who's proven to be consistently good. 
the women there are kind of like shuffling around. So I, I haven't seen a dominant woman emerge from South America yet. I think I think Victoria could become that though. I think she has some of the skill set and potential to separate herself from the rest of the women down there. I don't think the the women don't have a gi. That's as, that's as I said. I mean, the entire women's class. Uh, he, he's like a special. He, I mean, he's. A, I mean, yeah, what a I mean, great character to have in the men's field. The women don't have one of those. Danny Spiegel. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, fair. Yeah, you know, okay, like, she's not. Yeah, she doesn't have yeah. the foreign element that he has, but she has no. But she's great. Yeah, 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 and I like how strong she is, and she's freaky. Yeah, she. Okay, I, I dig it. Yeah, I'll take it. Thank you. I, I stand corrected. That's cool. Women do have a gi, or or, or, or even better, maybe Danny was before gi. The the men have a. Danny Spiegel. Danny was around. I mean, they've both been around a similar amount of time. It's just Guy was competing in the teenage division and Danny was already in the elite division. And then I think they both kind of made their mark as this standout, freakishly strong, really compelling athlete to watch at a similar time, like two, two years ago. Yeah. And they're both exciting in the (laughs) sense that if you, if you see Danny Spiegel walk onto the stage to, to do something, I mean, everyone gets excited. Same with Guy, right? You're like, oh shit. Yeah, you say, sorry, good. Grandma, I got to go for a minute. I'll call you back after this woman lifts. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Very clean, classy, Brian. I like that. Well, I'm in yeah. her house, so I got to give her a shout out. My grandma. Dan- Danny Spiegel for you. you what? Oh, yes. <laughs> you brought your picture with you. Uh, all right. Um, well, let's move on. Nice talking. Uh, nice seeing you, Kelly and Kelly. Oh, Caitlin Van Zeel. We uh, I learned about her uh, recently. Uh, Annika Greer been on the show. Down twenty seven. Uh Oh, Hannah Moya. That's who I was confusing. That's the Asian strong girl. That's who I was confusing. Spanish. That's a Spanish. Oh, is she strong? Was I confusing her with Dana Peran? Yeah, and Oyana is strong, but she um... is she Asian, Caleb. Last time, uh, Brian said uh, Danny per- Dana Peran wasn't Asian, and, and you you were on my side. How about Ohana Moya? He's saying Spanish. I'm saying Asian again. She's not Asian this time. Fuck me. Um, one and one. We're one and one. Uh, yeah. So Oyana, Oyana Strong, uh, I think will be again on the fence of possibly making it. My my feeling is she'll be just outside, like one of the five women that just barely miss, and one of those five women that if the strength of field was structured a little bit differently could potentially make the games because I think that Europe will still be shorted spots relative to their competitive performance this year. Um, Watch this guys. Watch this. Who's better. Jeff Berman as a man or Oyana as a woman, Jeff Berman, you mean Jake Berman? Berman? Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Don't correct me publicly. It's actually a decent question. I think they're in a very similar, um, you know, space relative to their potential to make the games. I would give the, I would give the edge to Jake. I think that he has a better chance to qualify than Oyana does, given the current landscape of things. Because she got his hair. She took she his, his hair. hair. Oh, that's that's <laughs> the only reason you asked. That. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, there is a, a uh, uh, just to acknowledge uh, Scott's question here. Yes, I mean, Emily Lungberg is another one that I will be removing from this list today. She is competing with Kelsey Keel this year on a team, and so I'll take her off the list as well. I, I just got a text message. Um, uh, oh, wow. Okay. Wow, that's harsh. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. 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 Hey, the kids didn't do so well in jiu-jitsu class? 
Oh, I just got a gnarly text. Someone was telling me about two people uh, in the community. Uh, the the couple from I don't want to say where uh, were banging the living fuck out of each other for months. And it's just something. That's the thing. You hear this stuff. This is this kind of stuff that uh, Hiller and Brian and I hear. Like if you say something and it was off a little bit, someone will correct you. And sometimes you'll get like some uh, interesting sexual content. Like so-and-so was banging so-and-so. Kind of like uh, Brian knew that Christoph was uh, Gabby's coach. Like you just, you, you know stuff before you're supposed to. <clears throat> One thing, I, I know it's not color coordinated on these this list here, but in this area, 50 through 60, there's a lot of foreign women and particularly Europeans, uh, Oyana, Mary Robin, Taylor Howe, Evie Hollis, that are, you know, this is the group of women that I think are being, are, are having a rough go of it given the strength of fields allocation system. Because those are the women that are that are most likely going to be in those ten through fifteen spots and um, come semifinals and won't and won't make the games. Whereas if it was just a little bit more balanced, I think they would be games athletes. I, um, who did you say besides Oyana? Oyana. Who um, else did you say? Mary Robin, Taylor Howe, Evie Hollis from from this list here are all also Europe, competing in Europe and could have a chance to be in that just outside the line they have just been in the line in a different format is sydney wells on your list jay hardle wants to know let's go to the next slide okay hold on before we do that um uh brian i'm not seeing any like huge discrepancies between between worldwide ranking and your ranking like i saw i mean there were in, in the men's there were just like off by thousands and i know yeah, that happens and, uh, when, there's, when people don't have scores in but it Madeline seems like Schelling this is a little low because she she went on a team last year. Catlin Van Seal has been going team for the last two years, so she has no ranking at all. So there's a couple there, but um, I heard a rumor some, Brian has six girlfriends. John, good sex Okay, there were some earlier on the list, like Dana Peran, who's ranked 2,042, or Afa Burke, who's ranked 1,241. Um, and there's an, and there are some others coming up, or at least one or two on the next page coming up that you'll see are, are pretty low down as well. Uh, that number seems low, Andrew. Uh, uh, Trish, I didn't even read this. I'm just popping this up because I like Trish. What is the appeal of teams? Is it because they can still post to social media about CrossFit and maintain that income without having to train as hard? Jeez, Louise. You want, you want to even take that, Brian? <clears throat> I think Why there are several. I think there are several reasons that people compete on a team. Some of it is because they realize they're not going to have a chance to make it as an individual, but they want to get a, an experience at the games. Some of it is that they feel that having that experience at the games early in their career is actually beneficial and will help them eventually make the transition to the individual field. Sometimes people just don't like the pressure of competing on their own, and it's more fun to do it with the team. Uh, sometimes people feel like they perform better in a team environment because they don't want to let their teammates down. I think there's a lot of different answers to that question. Uh, you called me Sevon. Oh, geez, Louise. Oh no, I get it. Funny. Okay. Uh, I didn't think uh, he's saying the teams are boring. I, I, I don't remember Wadapalooza too well, but I think I really enjoyed the team event there. I like really enjoyed it. Uh, Katie Gannon. Oh, sorry, Caleb. Uh, Katie Gannon, uh, Brian has one girlfriend. Oh, shit. And she outs her name. Her name is Disc Golf. Katie sounds bitter. Uh, okay. Um, just kidding, Katie. Just kidding. I know you're not bitter. You're always happy. Uh, 
Okay, I don't see anyone on here really. I know Laura Clifton. How do I know that name? She made the games two years ago out of Australia, and she she competed on a team last year. I think she'll return to the individual division this year, and if she does, I think especially with Tian Kara out, that she has. Um, I'd say she's one of seven women that has a chance to take one of the three spots in Oceania this year. Oh wow, good job, Laura. Uh, how about those girls that you always like to kind of drop and, and uh, show off that you know um, the Norwegian chicks? Are they going team again? Or are they uh, from Oslo? Yeah, will they be yeah, going yeah. individual? No, no, their exact same team is running it back. Oh, that's too bad. Okay, the unknown chicks. Those girls, those girls owe you money. That team owes you money. <laughs> okay, you might even be on the take. Built a nose hair. Okay, let's go on. Uh, Elisa Fuliano, um, Rebecca Fusley. Oh, cool, Rebecca. Good to hear. <clears throat> Up six. That's a good sign. Uh, Shelby Neal. Uh, that her name was mentioned with Kelly uh, Clark earlier. Uh, Claudia Gluck. Elena. Elena. Oh, that's the one that I thought was from. Uh, I confused her with Sahara, right? I think you're just confused. Is she? She's, she's a also Spanish. Spanish yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Sahara's Turkish. Yeah. Uh, Fisigafi down at Brute. Uh, Bailey Rogers. Uh, Chloe uh, Wilson, Olivia Kerstetter, Olivia Kerstetter down 34. Okay, let's stop. Let's talk about Miss Kerstetter. Don't you want to read number 50 since Jay Hartle asked about it? Sydney Wells, right smack in the middle. I the, the, the thing is here, the problem here is I don't think Sydney has a chance in hell of going to the games and Olivia does, which makes it weird to see them 49 and 50. Yeah, this is a... This, this specifically these 10 women, I think, uh, is a fascinating group of 10 women. Um, so just take your pick and ask where to start. Oh, uh, let's, uh, Sydney Wells, any chance of going to the games? Up 25. By the way, really like her. Uh, yeah, like I was her impressed with her. I, I've, I've been impressed with the progressions that she made. I still think she might <laughs> need one or two more years to actually contend for a game spot, but, uh, I think she's making progress. And so I wanted to, to acknowledge that here. Okay, uh, Kerstetter, down 34. Uh, this is not has nothing to do with her. That was just on me. I ranked her too high in August without really having a good pulse of where she would be relative to the, um, the field of women that she's going to be competing against this year, and I think that this is more where she belongs instead of up in the near the top 20 right now. And just so uh, people know, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, she could still compete in the teen division this year. We don't even know. Correct. So, so you have a, a teenager who's in the top 50 fittest uh, women in the world. Insane. Yeah. Uh, are there any other teens on the men or a female top 100? Not that are still eligible to compete in the teenage divisions. There are okay. people on the list that are 18 and 19 years old. Like uh, Nate Ackerman. He's not on the list. Um, but He, he wasn't like in the top Lawson 100? Or, uh, Nate wasn't in the top 100? No. He was just on like the, the crumbs that fell off the bottom list? I think he was. Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, Bailey Rogers, uh, Chloe Wilson. How do I know Chloe Wilson? Man, Chloe's similarly to uh, Kelly Clark has been so close to making the games a few times and just hasn't been able to pull it off. Um, I do think th- I do think she has a chance to make the games this year, though. Uh, uh, this is a good question. Here we go. Uh, Five points. She was five points behind Emily Rolf last year, 40 points ahead of Fisa Gaffey, um, in a pretty good semifinal there. So look at Katie Gannon just throwing you alley oops. Just throwing you alley oops. Just to just fucking 360 dunk. I think just raw capacity. Like what is Kerstetter missing that O'Brien 
Emma Carey and Emma Lawson had at her age. I just, I just think capacity, like, you know, those, all of those women have this insane ability to just go dark and stay there. And, you know, from basically the, the time that they started trying to do it against the best in the world, they were able to put up, you know, top 10 performances here and there. And uh, I think that outside of very specific strength tests, Olivia is not able to do that yet. I didn't, I didn't think that was a great answer. Normally you give great answers. I give that an eight. Eight Capac- out of 20? Capacity. That sounds like something you'd hear on like the on some like CrossFit game show, Capacity. Wow. Uh, she, how's her gymnastics? She, I mean, she, um, she, let's, just, uh, let's be more specific. She couldn't climb a rope to save her fucking life. How's that? Right? Didn't she shit the bed at Rogue with one rope climb? Yeah, she had she had a lot of struggles at Rogue. I mean, yeah, there you, were, go. you know, there were a few, like I said, there were a few events she was excellent, and on a majority of them, she struggled relative to the field. That's a very good field, though. So, but that's not a capacity issue. Not not being able to do a rope climb is not a capacity issue, right? You just suck at fucking <sighs> rope climbs. Well, but the thing that okay, yes. And I guess see, Katie, you're, you're I, you gave him an alley oop and he fucked it up, no, and here, that's know. why I'm on the show. To just you know, you you're choosing to focus on her specifically. I was choosing to focus on the other three being elite in okay. in workouts that just require you to keep going at a fast pace with a low barrier to entry movements for a long period of time. Fair. What about this? That that was a good good response, by the way, Brian. Uh, also, uh, you just forced me to use twelve words to say what I could have said with the word capacity. I need things spelled out. Uh, she needs a different coach. Uh, who is her well, coach? It's not. A, it's not Hepner. She has Hepner's a, her tra- training she has partner. A different coach now. Uh, Patrick Clark. Olivia is very similar to Horvath. Uh, that's her upside. I don't know what she that means see. either. I thought. I thought they was going to say she sucks when she's upside down. Either way, yeah. Kerstetter is going to be so fun to watch. I mean, the potential there is out of control. Uh oh, uh oh, Jer Howell. Come, uh, she also won a legless workout with a uh, handstand walk obstacle at the Crucible. It was just that test. Kerstetter was it Crucible? Uh, I, I must. I he must be talking that. about someone else. Maybe Laura Horvat. I don't know. He's talking about Shelby Neal. He's talking Look about at, Shelby Neal, which we should get to her at some point. <clears throat> Holy shit. Heidi Kroon with some very technical uh, uh, observations. Uh, sucking upside down isn't as easy as it sounds. <laughs> God, I was so hoping Katie said that. A uh, seven later this year seems like a capacity issue. Oh, please. I'm never going to steal that line. I will resent Brian for, for that shit answer forever. How dare you? Uh, Fuliano uh, at 41. Um, she was the... Uh, what, is she from Spain Is she or Italy? Is she the one that everyone was saying, oh, you can have a job and make it to the CrossFit Games, and she had arthritis? Is that her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. And she, I was extremely impressed with her at Wadapalooza. I thought that this was – there was a, a chance that Elisa was going to be one of these women who makes it through one year and we never see her make it again. I, I no longer think that. I do think that she'll make the Games again this year out of Europe, which is hard to do. She's pretty also. Uh, get with the programming. Uh, next next uh, 10, uh, please, uh, Beaver. Get with the programming. Uh, what's up, boys? Chase, I want to apologize. If you haven't seen last night's show, I want to apologize for uh, you took some collateral damage. Okay. Uh, 33, Cindy Michalitian. Love to see her on there. Bailey Rail. Uh, that's Tyler Christopher's chick over at uh, Mayhem, right? 
Uh, yeah, and they're actually pretty similar spots on the respective lists. Climbing up the list, uh, one of my uh, all-time fra- favorite favorites uh, up up ten spots, Freya Moose Bruger. Uh, Madeline Sturt down eight. It, complete bullshit. There, there's like there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence for that. She had an insane semifinal last year, and she lost to Gracie Walton, who's a hundredth on this list at a at a local competition in Australia last month. Oh fuck, Mad Madeline. How am I supposed to defend you when you do that shit? Did she really? Mm-hmm. Where did she lose to her? What competition? It was in Perth. I can't remember the name of it. At the west coast of Australia. Oh, Madeline was probably high or something. Uh, Christine Kohlenbrander, uh, started the Zealous Games, a very strong athlete down there with uh, Man and Anganese, who's also very strong. Uh, Carolyn Prevo down one, who's not very strong. I guess she got a strong deadline. Yeah, all of the athletes on this list have a great chance to make the games. In some cases, uh, be easier than others. I think it's actually is a you know lining up really well for Maddie Sturt this year to make her a return appearance to the games. Oh, uh, why like is that? Because Tia and Kara aren't there. Uh, she was one spot out last year with Tia, Kari, and Ellie taking those positions. Most likely, it's going to be Ellie, Maddie, and Jamie Simmons making the games out of Oceana this year. Um, and I, and I, you know, Ellie, I think we have a better understanding of what she can do relative to the games field than the other two. But uh, Maddie and Jamie will be on the next page. You know, this is a chance I think this season for them to get back into the conversation and show us if they're still as good as they used to be. Why, um, why lower Madeline eight though? Uh, I don't, because I, I think that the competitive field at the top level is accelerating faster than she is. You think Cindy Michalitian's better than Madeline Sturt? I love Cindy Michalitian, by the way, but I mean, it's close, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sung Young Choi. Yeah, just I mean, wanted she, to say her name. Yeah, she's you know at this point she has to be respected as a top woman in, in Asia, and um, despite the fact that we're you know concluding everyone in the world, I still have her here in the top forty. She was twenty sixth at the games. I think there are still some women from other parts of the world that didn't make the games that would beat her at the games. So I drop her about ten spots from where she finished. But uh, you know, being the best in your in your uh, competitive region or continent is obviously incredible. Um, in the same way that um, uh, Patrick brings up a good point, in the same way that um, Kara and Tia are gone, which helps uh, Madeline, I guess it's good that for some people that Lucy uh, Campbell's out of Europe also, right? It, yeah, I mean, it opens a spot there, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Christine Kohlenbrander, uh been on the show. Great interview. Cool chick. Uh, Zellos Games athlete. Did she win Zellos Games? I, I mean, there were there two, there were two winners of Zealous Games, one online and one live competition. One. Oh right, that's right, that's right. Um, and um, that was the one you commentated. If you don't, for, you were you had a laptop in your hands and you leaned over the rail and commentated it. Some of your oh, best yeah, work. That's there. right. Um, uh, any chance of her going to the games? Colin Brander. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But definitely, going to be fun to watch uh, in a live competition. She'll make it at semifinals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. You need a sip of coffee, Brian? No, I was, I, I opened something and I was uh, frustrated with myself that I haven't updated it. 
Uh, understood. Okay. Uh, Bailey Rail, um, training partners with one of our uh, favorite athletes. Who is that over at Mayhem? Paige Powers. We'll get to her in the next. Ah, Paige Powers. Two. Yes, I knew it was someone. Yes. Uh, uh, Bailey Rail. Uh, she's going individual. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you have Brittany Weiss on this list? No, because she's going teams. She was on one of the pre-lists. Oh, okay. Would be considered for this list if not going teams. <clears throat> okay. I thought it was her name. Okay. Um, Patrick Clark, a healthy Colin Brando will be fun to watch. Had a wrist injury during the games. A. Right. A for A plus for knowledge. Total. Total A plus. You're only an A plus, Patrick, though, because I'm an A. We still don't know what you would be in a vacuum by yourself. It could be like a C or a D. Don't get all excited. Okay. Uh, next up. <clears throat> Oh, shit. I can't believe we haven't had Jacqueline Dahlstrom on the show. <clears throat> what a fucking mess we are. Have you ever talked to her? Yeah, I've trained with her a couple times. She would definitely Is she talk. cool? Yeah. Like, really cool? I don't know what that means. I think she's cool. Okay. That means she's not really cool. But I think she... I could probably think she's really cool. Uh, Jamie Simmons, that's the... Um, that's uh, what did she used to be? Jamie Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going individual. She- mm-hmm. And some people last night were asking about uh, whether she would qualify for an exemption if she applied for one. And it's actually is a great question because she's not lived in Oceania for a long time. She lived in the UAE for a while. She lived in London for a while. She's back in the UAE. So she probably wouldn't quite satisfy the single residency criteria since she's lived in multiple places in the last couple of years, even though none of them have been home, her home, meaning where she's a citizen. Uh, but I don't think she applied for an exemption. I think she's fine compete going back to Australia to compete. I haven't had her on the show either. Have, have you ever talked to her? Oh my God. Yeah. She, she is super cool. You should definitely invite her on the show. She's fun. Okay. I'm kind of scared of her. No, no, no. Don't be scared no. of her. No. She seems like almost like she might be too mature for this show. I think you'd be surprised. Okay, fine. Jamie Simmons. Uh, I, I know that I had reached out to Jacqueline Dahlstrom, and I think I just I think I dropped the ball. I fucked it all up. Yeah, but I, um, think it'd be, I think it'd be great to invite both of them on. Uh, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Uh, does she still have it in her? Are you impressed with what you saw at Wadapalooza? Her, her head seems like it's in the right place. Yeah, I mean, so you got on this right in this section of the list, we have Bethany Shadburn, Emma Tall, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and Jamie Simmons all four of whom I still think can make the games and have an impact at the games. But as we talked about with, uh, with Bethany, um, there's a bunch of unknowns. And for, some of the, for all these athletes, there's a little bit of an unknown. I mean, uh, it was nice to see Sarah at Wadapalooza. We talked about that at previous shows. I think she did very well in the individual. I think she tempered her expectations and had fun with the team, which was good, not have a lot of pressure on her. You know, she wasn't that far off of missing of making the games last year. I think a lot of people are writing her off, but I am penciling her in for one of the game spots in Europe. And same with Emma Tall. Like I said, I think Jamie will uh, be one of the top three in Oceania. So Mm -hmm. we're going to have some women returning, if that's the case, returning to the field. And, you know, I often talk about this with the games field specifically. These, there will be a big range of possibilities for those women, especially someone like Sarah. Like it's, I don't think it's outside of the, of, of reality for her to be something as high as 12th place at the games, but she could also be 30th. So we, don't, we just, 
wait to see, hope that they compete healthy. And if they do make the games, then I think it only adds to the excitement and drama of, of what this game season is going to be. Uh, um, uh, well said. Uh, uh, does Patrick Clark um, represent uh, these girls? Jacqueline, Jamie, Kringle, <laughs> Freya? Uh, maybe. Maybe one or two of them. Okay. I agree. I agree. I should have all of those uh, people on the show. God, I would love to have Amy Kringle on the show. I need to stop fooling around. Um, uh, Danny Spiegel up 10. She's really impressing you, huh? She's coming on strong. Part of me is is like, I want to be like, yeah, fucking Razor. She's the shit. She's killing it. And the other part of me is that she's kind of old and a one trick pony. She's kind of. It's getting, this is getting into it. Like, I would say from here on out, maybe 20 from her and up on the list. Yeah. Was challenging. This is where I spent a lot of time because I know that, you know, the women's field is top heavy, in my opinion. Like they're the top 30 women in the world are the top 30 women in the world. And they're very good. <clears throat> and the separation between them is is often difficult to do. But, yes, I've been impressed with Danny this past year, especially think that she has made the next step in her career. And she's a legitimate top 20 threat this this season and for a couple of seasons still if she wants to be. And she's kind of trying to also give off this vibe. She, she's kind of like a walking oxymoron. She's trying to give off this vibe that like she she could give two fucks about her performance. That she's just doing it for fun. Maybe, but I think that competing isn't everything to me. Winning isn't everything. Maybe, and I mean, look, it's in, in some. Or do regards, you think that they sure just do that to let the pressure off themselves? They just have to, they have to say that. I mean, fuck, I don't know what kind of pressure is on her. I think athletes will handle that differently. But I mean, in the case of Danny, obviously she has had a lot of success off the field too in terms of endorsements, sponsorships, opportunities there. Um, I think that's freed her up to invest a little bit more in her training. And even though if she's saying that things, whatever reason she's saying those things for, to me, what I see is someone who has been putting work in, who has been making a committed effort to improve on the things that have held her back in the past. And when you have an athlete like that, that has the financial freedom to invest in their in their uh, weaknesses, I guess, to couple with world-class strengths that she has in specific events, that's a dangerous athlete. Or it could lead to, uh, it could be a slippery, well, it could be, it could be dangerous in a good way or it could be bad. They could get, uh, it could, uh, I've seen other athletes collapse because of that. Well, we haven't seen that from her yet. Right. Um, Jake, uh, chat, wait, wait, uh, no, not that. Uh, Jake Chapman offers to stay in my spare room here in the Isle of Man still stands. Thank you. That's cool. Okay. Uh, Thura, uh, Helga daughter, uh, up three, Danny Spiegel. Oh, Alex Kazan, uh, kind of a high glass ceiling, right? She's one of those athletes. We're not sure how good she's going to get still, right? We need need more data, more data. Yeah. And the problem for someone like Alex Kazan is that it's, it's really difficult to move up this list. So she may improve dramatically from last year to this year and not show that much improvement in the rankings at the games. Up nine is good though. Oh, I see what you're saying. Those are my, those are right. Those were, those were my rankings in August. Uh, What I've known and have seen about her since then. um, I feel like like that's pretty good. She was mid twenties in the games last year, 24, 25. So, I think that uh, she she could again have a very similar performance this year, be better, but not necessarily reap the rewards of a five to ten spot jump at the games. And I could be wrong, but I'm just saying it's it's difficult to move up in the women's field right now. 
I think uh, you, what's interesting too is you look at some look at uh, Emily Rolf and Danny Spiegel uh, flanking either side of Paige Powers, and you I, when I think of Emily Rolf or Danny Spiegel, I think of athletes who are like maxing out like their the capacity of what they can humanly do, which is crazy impressive for both of them. But dead smack in the middle, you have another. Uh, well, you have Alex Kazan below them, and right in the middle of them, you have Paige Powers. I would throw Paige Powers in that too. Like holy shit, how good can she get? Like I, there might be some. Not, not that she has any massive holes, but there might be some things she could drastically improve in that will blow ev- everyone away, right? Yeah, this is a very like a microcosm of the big picture I was telling you about earlier, where you have that young generation coming in and they're blending with the older generation who's still relevant and very good. Terry Helga daughter being another one. So you have like almost a little back and forth wow. there. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Good good point. Uh, Bethany Shadburn, uh, old school. Alex Kazan, new. Alex Kazan almost has the same vibe as uh, Danny Spiegel. Like, she's just like, I just want to do my best. I'm just, uh, life's fun. I'm just trying to, like, keep my shit together. Thera Helga daughter, another uh, hardcore veteran. Danny Spiegel, hardcore veteran. And then Paige Powers, newbie. New is she be. Was she, was she a kid athlete, Brian? Paige? Yeah. Teen? And we're going to see more of Did this. Did she win? Wait, 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 wait. Did she win? Did she win. Teens, Paige. Hopefully, PC can help me out with that. Uh, Patrick Clark, you're up. Pinch hit. Okay, sorry. What were you going to say when I interrupted you? No, just that we're going to see more of that on the next slide. The young, got the it. Old hey, let me ask you this: Could you see Paige Powers being top three at some in the next uh, five years? Like, I'm not saying like likely or unlikely. I'm saying, could you see it? I don't know about top three. Top right. ten. Okay. Top ten. You're, I like you. I like you for that reason. You're very sober. It would be so fun to say top three, but you're right. It shit starts getting weird as we get to the top, right? Like when you got people like Fakowski at 16th, it's like <laughs> holy fuck. Uh, she did not. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Patrick judged her at the 2018 games. I'm judging you right now, Patrick. Uh, no, Katie. Come on, Katie. Don't ask silly questions. This, this, uh, let's leave the comments for the serious, uh, games. Uh, okay. I'll read it anyway. Brian, could you see Spiegel being top three in the next five years? Yeah. If the top 50 die in the West semifinal. Yeah. Katie, 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 are you trying to irritate me? Top three in an event. Top three at the West semifinal. Mark her down for it. Top three in an OnlyFans page. <laughs> Brian, you're not supposed to laugh at that. You're supposed to stay serious. Top 1%. Doing your job, Sevon. Thank you. Asking dumb questions. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next list. Uh, Emily Rolf, you got her up 10 at 7. I, I, one, I guess we should talk about her because I do think she's pretty fucking amazing. I'm, yeah, she could be even higher on this list. I think that you know the bummer, the, the bummer for her was the injury that she had at Wadapalooza. Obviously, she had an, and at the games, well, yeah, an unfortunate circumstance last year. Just so to see something, she would have podiumed at Wadapalooza if not for that calf strain. But she did have the calf strain. She did have that thing happen to her. And so, even though I think that at her optimal, she might be fifteenth on this list, I can't ignore the fact that she is uh, getting older relative to the field, and she's not having a healthy run right now, which is a real a real thing in this sport. Um, I, I do want to say this about her, though. Uh, I, I do think that like her her window is about to close. I think she's one of those athletes that uh, it, it's it's do or die. Yeah. Uh, w- what is this? Will Brandstetter just said. Um, 
Uh, oh shit, he's fucking Katie up. Oh, that's 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 sorry, Katie. <laughs> I like you, Katie, but here we we have to take some shots. Uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is crazy. I'm pretty sure Katie is now the lead CrossFit analyst at Morning Chalk Up and the head of social media and the uh, head editor. <laughs> Katie, you're a boss. I love you, Katie. I don't even know you, but you're great. Okay, here we go. I wonder if she's getting paid for all three of those jobs. Of course she is. Of course awesome. she is. She's, she's, she's eating your breakfast, buddy. She's Wilson eating your breakfast. Bang. Well, you can't get you can't get situated, Brian. And uh, and Katie's just snug, snug at home in her foxhole, comfortable. And you're just you're out riding the tides, Brian, getting tossed around. Don't hate on her. Uh, okay, uh, we talked about Carrie Pierce. Uh, no, she's um. Oh yeah, don't forget, and the newest uh, bottom line host. Great, thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, here we go, people. Uh, now it's getting good. Uh, Amanda Barnhart, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, Ariel Lowen, also one of my all-time favorites. Christy O'Connell, another special human being. Matilda Garns. I'm reading from the top down. 11 was Amanda Barnhart, and I'm going down to 20. You got Lucy Campbell down there. Why? Why? I thought she's toast. Yeah, yeah. She'll be off this list starting tomorrow. Uh, on behalf of Brian, I apologize for that this list is confusing. Uh, Katrin David's daughter, uh, down, uh, one, uh, anything you'd like to say about, uh, Miss daughter? I think she's going to have, I I think she is actually going to have a good year. Yeah. I mean, I think especially competing in North America West, she'll make the games this year. And once she does make the games, I think she can finish in the top half still before I have her 19th. I want to say this too. If for some fucking reason she were to win the games this year, I would put her as the greatest CrossFit athlete who ever lived. I would no. put her ahead of Rich or Matt or Tia. And here's why. You can't not make it to the fucking games and then come back and win it. And she's done that once already. And then if she does that again, it's uh, or, or at least tied in a four-way tie. I get, I put, put, have to put her. I, I mean, she's, it, it, it would be absolutely fucking nuts. It, it, would be, it would be a fantastic story. Come on, Brian. Get my back on this. Come on. I know it's not comfortable. I know it doesn't compute. You got to really let a lot of emotion seep in. If she wins the games this year, it will be nuts. Yeah, it would be nuts. Yeah. It would not make her the greatest crossfitter of all time. But but, but she'd have to be talked about as like, holy shit. I, you know, in the, in the hierarchy of women of all time, I have her third behind Tia and Annie. And I think that if she were to win this year or even podium this year, that there would be an, an argument to be made that she could usurp Annie, but not Tia. Uh, the, you're uh, Hiller. Hiller. Uh, Andrew, I want to have you on every show, please. I'll send you a link now. Fuck yes. 100% full steam ahead. Catching for the go. I know that's the thing that people don't let enough emotion come in. These, these guys are too mathematical. <clears throat> if it was people like for Brian, we would have never released the vaccine. We'd still be studying it. People would be getting sick all over. Just let your emotion just just get your emotion wrapped around how insane it would be if Katrin won. Uh, Emma McQuaid, uh, Ellie Turner. Wow, what did Ellie take at the games last year? Doesn't she have some monster holes? Uh, she was seven eighteenth. Okay, well, shit. And and uh, and, and uh, similar to Paige Powers, the sky's the limit from what we can tell, right? Certainly hasn't reached her top potentially. 
um, um, like crazy. She has like and, and and potential for a lot of change, and and maybe the best training partner on the planet. Well, and again, I mean, this top two thing. for sure. And coach, she has the best coach yeah. and the best training partner great, on the planet. Yeah, she has an amazing, amazing situation for training. Yes, um, but again, I don't say that lightly. Best how, part, training partner and best coach on the planet. How much better does she need to get to make a significant jump up this leaderboard, though? I mean, this is the, like I've been saying. This is a, a region where you can make big improvements personally, and it still might only yield one or two spots moving up the leaderboard. If Katrin wins, I'm out. Yeah, me too. Hey, me too. Hashtag me too. Yeah, you really liked that one, huh? That was great. He really tickled himself, huh? Uh, He's the same color as his shirt. Uh, Emma, God, we have so many great women in this sport. Look at this fucking list, you guys. Emma Carey. Is O'Con- when, when does O'Connell retire? Is she just going to compete forever? I don't know. I mean, I, I continue to be impressed by the by what she's able to do year in and year out. She had a thirteenth um, place finish last year, which was a little regression, but uh, you know, she still seems to be amazing and amongst the the top fifteen in the world. So I'm keeping her there until she's not. Uh, uh, Karen Freova. Yeah, I think Karen. I think Karen has a chance of all of these women in the top twenty. She was, I think, twenty first last year, twentieth last year at the games. I think she and Matilda Garns have the are the ones that really are at the point of their career where they can make a, a big jump forward because I think some of the things that held them back there were not necessarily fitness related, but just confidence and experience related at the games. And I obviously was blown up. You know, Karen has impressed me in the past, but what she did in Dubai was exceptional. I think if she can channel that same confidence and self-belief into the CrossFit game setting, that she can make a push up the leaderboard. Um, there was this uh, story with Ariel Lowe and she was on the podcast and she was saying how she trains at her gym and just does the workouts with the classes. And I thought that was so cool. And then I I really wanted to do this. And then I was thinking, not that I, this is going to sound bad, but not that I really care if her gym is affiliated or not affiliated, like do what you need to do. But let's say if her gym was affiliated, I just thought it would be so cool if everyone in the CrossFit fucking community, like signed up for one, everyone, signed up for one year for a GoFundMe for Ariel and gave her a dollar a month for a year and, and, and 300,000 of us did it. So she makes a million dollars and, uh, and, and we do it to basically support because she could be our one true fucking CrossFit athlete. She does the class at the fucking affiliate five days a week and only supplements her training when they, when they don't do the shit that she wants to do. I thought that what a fucking cool thing, like as a community that could be our athlete. But then I found out that, but her affiliates not affiliated. I'd like, so kind of fucks that up, but I don't care that they're not affiliated, but you kind of need it for the story to be like button tight, right? Like they're just a regular CrossFit gym struggling. It would be so fucking cool to do that. I would love to get behind that and push that. You just sign up for like the um, the monthly dollar to GoFundMe, and everyone does that for a year, and we get a hundred thousand or three hundred thousand of us to do it. Be fucking awesome. Uh, uh, here, uh, Katie Gannon. Here we go again, Katie. I, I don't even read what you wrote first. I just pick you because I like you. So. Don't say anything stupid and piss me off. I think the Ariel Lowen not actually trying story was true the first year. Now she's committed. You can't be at this level. I, not that she's not trying. I'm not suggesting she's not trying. I just like the fact that she's still doing the the um the affiliate classes. 
at the non-affiliate. It's just so awesome because she's one of us. She's got to be doing more volume than that. There's because I do the. She affiliates. is. She is. I, she said yeah. she supplements it. She says that she basically does the classes and then supplements it. Listen, are you are you and Katie not listening to me? You and Katie Gannon? What do you what do you what are you guys not listening to me? No, I'm just saying like, you know, I think that to some degree, like when you say, but she supplements it with the stuff they're not doing. There's a lot of stuff that they're not doing that she has to be supplementing with to be competing. Are you accusing Ariel Lowen of being on steroids? <laughs> He's not even going to give me a no. I don't even deserve a no. It's such a bad question. I'm, getting, um, I'm just uh, getting ready for the top 10. Con Porter is trying to do that. Buying a Con Porter sticker goes to a rookie athlete games fund. Wad Zombie. I think Wad Zombie is the best, uh, gives this show the most money out of anyone. Uh, she's the new Valerie Vobarel and J.R. Howell uh, likes that comment. Yeah, pretty good. Doesn't Spiegel give nineteen ninety nine every show? Uh, he does. <laughs> she does. That's true. Okay. Uh, top ten. Uh, sorry, Matilda, we didn't get to talk to you about you much. Uh, Amanda Barnhart didn't get to talk about. It. What is is Amanda? Is Amanda getting better? Or is she like? Is, is when does her window close? Getting too? better. I mean, she's been consistently good, and it was probably the most. Mm, I won't say the most surprising, but the morning Jaka put out a list of top fifteen and didn't have her on, and I thought that was pretty uh, disrespectful considering how good she's been over the last five years. And she's is that Katie Gannon's fault. You think? Yeah, probably. She's in charge of everything over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit the bed, Katie. But no, Amanda's been great and super consistent. She did put up something recently that I thought was intriguing. She said, we're getting strong this year in one of her recent posts on Instagram. And it's like, well, you've already been pretty strong. Yeah. Um, But maybe it's uh, a different kind of strength. You know, she has to improve a little bit with some of her gymnastics stuff. And then um, maybe it's a mental strength or a belief. And at at this level, that stuff matters. Uh, Mal O'Brien and uh, Katrin David's daughter and Matt Fraser and Jake Marconi mm-hmm. and Jason are- Hopper. Those are, those are, that's her team. Those are her teammates. Sammy, Sammy Monets. That's her crew. She got it. T- I mean, her crew's tight, right? I think she's going to have a good year. Yeah. Ma- uh, Matt O'Keefe. I know I have her just outside the top 10, but she could definitely sneak into the top 10 once again this year. J.R. Howell, $50. J.R., please stop that. Please stop that. Thank you. I mean, thank you. If you don't accept the go- the gifts God gives you, then God will stop giving. Remember that, everyone. Okay. Here we go. This is what you've all been waiting for. Hour and 39 minutes into the show. The Brian Friend Power Rankings Top 10. You are free to judge him as harshly as you would like. Wad Zombie, dollar forty nine. Here we go. We need a drum roll, uh, Caleb. And actually, Amanda will be in the top ten because we'll have to remove number ten from the list. Oh, there we go, Amanda Barnhart. Uh, by the way, one of the best, uh, one of the most enjoyable. I don't say this lightly. One of the most enjoyable. Uh, thank you, Wad Zombie, for the dollar forty nine. Uh, one of the most enjoyable podcasts I've ever done was with Amanda Barnhart. I kind of actually broed out with her a little bit. It was kind of cool. Pastor uh, Matosian. Yes. That is, that. by the way, that is very true. For the, if you, I'm telling you, this is 100% true. If you do not graciously accept the gifts 
God gives you, God will stop giving you gifts. I was going to use a pronoun, but I just used God again. This, this does not matter. This is irrelevant. Don't be distracted by the word God. Who is God? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Caleb, what's up? Just waiting for your monologue to stop. Thank you. Holy shit. You did it. Uh, First, I want to say, is there anything surprising on here? When you look at this, Brian, sorry, Caleb, Caleb, when you look at this, is there anything on here that just jumps out at you that you're like, I don't think so? Mm. Daniel Brandon, maybe? Wow. Okay. Like for me, this is kind of a no duh. This is, I mean, he nailed it. This is it. This is the best top 10 list ever assembled. I was kind of surprised, but kind of not. So, yeah. Uh, Cameron, 499. Thank you. That's the uh, OnlyFans guy with the giant penis. By the way, yesterday he told me he sold his underwear for $350, and he sold a mold of his cock for $200. I don't know if I was supposed to tell you that, but on his OnlyFans. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That guy, I, I text with the guy who told me he sold his cock for $200. The top 10 power rankings list for 2023, not the whole year, but just where we're at now, February... Uh, 14th, 2023, the best female CrossFitter in the world, Al O'Brien. Up one, then Laura Horvath, then Annie Thor's daughter in third. Really crazy, impressive Annie. Crazy, impressive Annie. Left the sport and came back, had a baby. That right there is going to make, I mean, I'd throw her up in there with like the Katrin comeback. I mean, it's nuts. Uh, Daniel Brandon, uh, number four, uh, it's crazy. This, this sport requires so much fucking discipline. It's insane that we actually have a bad boy. You know what I mean? Do you agree with that, Brian? She's a bad boy, right? Yeah. It's fair to say. She's like a lady Jake Berman. Yeah, yeah. Is Jake Berman a bad boy? I think so. I mean, he dyed his hair, but he hangs out with Noah. That's got to cancel out a lot of the bad boy shit. He gives money to homeless people, too. Emma Lawson, holy, the, the porcelain doll. I mean, she's like, she was only born 17 or 18 years ago. She's brand new. Haley Adams, Brooke Wells at number seven. I, I'm going to go with Brooke Wells. I'm going to say that's the, uh, that's the one. I'm, for some reason, I'm still just not bought in on Brooke Wells. But, but I think that's just my shortcoming. Uh, Gabriella Magawa, uh, Alexis Raptus, and uh, Cara Saunders, who will be taken off. So we'll put Amanda Barnhart in here. This is crazy. Yeah, and I mean, I think... Um, uh, we'll start with nine. So, you know, Alexis Raptus, I think of all of the women on this list is the one we, we know the least about. I think she does have the potential to move up inside the top 10 further, but she might, she may regress a little bit too. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I think she's the biggest unknown of the women in the top 10, just because we have the least, you know, criteria or data to, to draw on with her at the highest level, but all of the signs are there. The mentality is there. She had a good season last year and I think she'll, have a good, if not great, season this year. Uh, you know, Gabby Magawa has been a bit of an unknown this offseason. Uh, she's relocated. She's got a new coach. She's leaving an environment that she had had a lot of success in before. She seems to think that she reached the limit of her success there. And so she's, you know, going back to her roots, putting herself in a situation where she can have some more balance in her life that seems to be important to her. And certainly there's an opportunity for her to do better than this. Um, I often talk about the fact that I, that the best athletes in this sport 
usually make their money on consistency. You don't change a lot when you're already having a lot of success. In the case of Gabby and Haley, they are looking to make some changes because they feel like they're just banging their head against the same ceiling. So I commend both of them for making small adjustments this offseason in an attempt to move up this list. But there's a little bit of risk that comes with that. So we'll see if either one of them is able to do it. Small adjustments? In the case of Haley, you know, the adjustment is not necessarily moving or or changing her environment, but she's chosen not to do any off-season competitions. In the case of Gabby, a little bit bigger. Yeah, that's fair to say. Moving back home, having a new coach, those are big changes. Uh, boyfriend uh, is the coach. It's, it's uh, Johnny, uh, good list, Brian. Thanks for taking your time to make it. Four ninety nine. Thanks, Johnny. That's, that's kind of that's kind of it's bold, man. It's bold. I would agree with Savan here. I think that Brooke is, you know, Brooke is the I considered putting her as high as four. Um, you know, I think it was really, she sneaks into the games last year, but had a great, great games performance. I still don't know if we've seen the best version of Brooke Wells and we've seen her obviously do incredibly well for, for several years. Um, you know, Tia's not, not going to be training this year and I don't know how that's going to affect her. Was she always rising because she was constantly chasing Tia or is there sometimes an element of like, yeah, it's great that I'm training with Tia, but I'm just losing every workout and I'm never going to have that chance to win. Tia is going to be on the sidelines supporting her in a different way this year. I think that has a possibility to actually make Brooke better. So again, we'll see. For me, Emma Lawson is not a, is not a mistake. Like she, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really quick here. Uh, uh, Brandon Lacroix. How do we give Brian money and not Sevon? Uh, just ask your mom uh, to, to charge him less uh, on Friday nights and, 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 That'll help Brian out. Thank you, Brandon. Cocksucker. Okay, so, sorry. That, sorry, that was important. I'm, thinking, thank I'm you, glad you thank took you. time to address that. Thank one. you. Thank you. I, I, what I was saying, I'm, I don't think Emma Lawson's performance last year was a mistake. I think she is going to be in the conversation for years to come. Um, I'm not sure she can move up very much from where she was last year, just given the other caliber of women in the field right now. But I think we can look for a very similar style performance some top finishes at the games not a few not a lot of bad finishes just consistently right there in the mix uh for uh, you know for what caleb said about daniel brandon i got several comments about daniel brandon after putting this list out um she was fourth place at the games last year basically being unable to squat that is incredible uh i think it's hard to accept of how impressive she is she I think that her image a, and her performance are are, are a lot to uh, to coalesce. I mean, it's it, it's um. I mean, she she seems to be having fun, be a bad girl, be hot as fuck, and destroy the games. I mean, it, it, it's it's like unfair almost. I, I want I want to go back to Brooke Wells real quick too. What place did she get last year at the games? Sixth, I think. Yeah, it's fuck, and that was her comeback year. It's fuck. I don't know why I have trouble accepting her at seventh, but she deserves it. She earned it. What she did at the games last year, and what Danielle did at wait, the wait, games last year was nuts. Brooke, Brooke was fifth. Oh, fifth. Yeah, I mean, how? I mean, she. That's insane. Yeah, all of she these is women so are fucking good. What? Say it again. All of these women are insanely talented yeah, and good. Yeah. But, and, but when you're trying to like, this is fine, fine tooth comb that you're scraping through the best in the world and trying to look for small things that can separate one from the other. Right. And for Danielle Brandon, if she's able to actually squat heavy this year and she doesn't have a drastic change in her life a month before the games, right? she's a podium threat. 
Like, we just right. got to call it as what it is. So I think having her fourth on this list is very reasonable. Hey, maybe, but what about this, Brian? Have you thought about this? I and mean, I'm being dead serious. Maybe she just um, uh, flourishes in chaos. <clears throat> maybe the switching a month before is like what Danielle Brandon needs. We, I mean, we talked about that last year. How is that going to affect her? There's a lot of athletes that would be very, they would struggle to deal with circumstances like that. She's, she seemed to thrive uh, despite having some setbacks. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to put a question mark next to her, it'd be like, okay, if everything goes right for her this year, is does that actually mean she's going to be better or does she capitalize on it when things are stacked against her? Uh, this is a very astute, uh, astute and uh, poignant comment. Uh, don't feel bad, Sevon. Brooke has problems accepting you too. Uh, okay, uh, so so we have an injury-free uh, or, or a healed-up Danielle Brandon with less chaos in her life, and and and, uh, and putting together a lot of good wins. I, why do you think she pulled out of Wadapalooza? Sorry, who is that? Danielle. Uh, Danielle Brandon. Yeah. Um, a couple different reasons. Maybe just uh, didn't feel the need to compete based on how she was feeling physically, and also she had a ton of sponsorship opportunities that weekend and maybe she didn't want to feel spread too thin uh emma lawson can we um complete unknown of how good she is right no i, I mean, think we know she's very very good how the complete I mean, unknown be, is how good she could be right i, I want to say what place did she take last year at the games emma lawson uh, we just said that was she fifth or sixth and, and, keep confusing but, so <laughs> she was sixth brooke was fifth and two days before the games ended, I mean, she she and she basically had a stumble on the on the last two days, right? And still killed. Oh, uh, think about this in the same conversation as Ricky Garrard, Mal O'Brien, relative to a Roman Krennikov and Laura Horvath. If you flip the order of events, right. the story is completely different. Um, I guess my point being is, is she didn't even look. Uh, and I want to say same at Rogue. There's almost this just born giraffe element to her do you, I, I don't mean that in any way negative but what i'm saying is is like we i don't even feel like i'm looking feel like i'm looking at like a, a butterfly that's still just the cocoon just fell off of it like we i feel like yeah. emma's like the most obvious like the, the wings haven't even opened up we don't even know what we're looking at yet right yeah like I, I remember when i was coaching the high school football teams in texas that there would occasionally be these freshmen that would come in that were like freshmen they were like Five ten to six foot two and weighed 130 to 150 pounds. And they were clearly like athletically gifted, but they didn't necessarily fit in their body yet. And I would say, call them exactly that. Like, you got, you're like a young giraffe. Yeah. Just, you know, work, working your way around this barbell and whatever. And two years later, they were just savages. Yeah. I, I think she's the, um, it, it seems like she has the most, which is weird to say because she's so good already, but the most potential out of anyone, right? God, what if her and Mal just... I don't know just, about that out of anyone, but she's got... I think that relative to a lot of women on this list, uh, her potential ceiling is farthest away. Okay, good. I'll go with that. And uh, it would be great to see her and Mal have like five or ten years of just wars, right? I mean, yeah. I think if you're if you're just a fan of like pure competition and sport and... Uh, over the next seven years, Mal wins three, Emma wins three, and someone else wins one. Like that's an incredible, just an incredible era to be following along during. 
Uh, Danielle's a force of nature. She's an F5 tornado, powerful and wild. If she can focus that, she's going to be on that podium. You know what's crazy about Danielle is if if you told me, oh, my God, that, that one girl slapped the other girl at the CrossFit Games, I would automatically just assume you were saying that Danielle Brandon slapped someone. Like no one else would pop Well, so here's the, and, and here's the thing. As good as all of the women on this list are, for me, there is a distinct line, one, two, three, and everyone else. And the reason I say that is because the last two years, Annie Thorsdotter has competed in three major individual competitions, and she's podiumed in all three of them, Rogue, Games, Rogue. The only, and she obviously competed on a team last year. When she puts herself in the individual field, she is beating everyone on this list still other than those two women that I have ahead of her. She did beat Mal two years ago at the games, but you know Mal has taken another step forward since then. Um, so to me, those are the top three. And then the rest of the women below that have to prove to me that they can actually beat one of those before I'm going to give them credit in a rankings that they can. Uh, I like that. Uh, this, this is probably going to irritate. I hope this irritates Brian. What? Why are you leaving out Laura Horvat? What does he mean leaving her out? She's right there in second. I know. Get him. She's, I mean, <clears throat> Tia's obviously not there. That's why the plus one for the top three is that they've all just moved up to replace Tia. It is, I, I think that it'll come down to programming between Mal and Laura at the games this year. I think that their fitness is so superior. I think that their strengths are so drastically different. And more importantly, their weaknesses are so, so distinct that basically, the CrossFit Games champion this year is going to come down to whether there's strict deficit handstand pushups at the games or not. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And we're going to find out tonight. Well, we what? can ask JR tonight. Will there sure. be, even though that's not what the show is about, we can ask Nostradamus tonight, JR Nostradamus. And if, and if there are not, I think that Laura will win the games this year. I agree. But if there are, I think Mal will win. Crazy. One movement. Uh, there's a great comment in here from um, Patrick Clark. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, you're going to see a lot of Daniel Brandon in the media in the next coming months. God, I hope she gets some sort of commercial for like Trojan condoms or something. Please, please, please. <laughs> she just got sponsored by Rain. Oh, that's uh, that's the, the yeah that but that's the same as Monster, right? That's she. She always had them, right? No, I think she just got that. But I, but she was sponsored by Monster. I think all the oh Monster athletes are switching to Rain or something like that. So it's the it's the sugar free version of Monster or something. I think. God, I would like to see her do some crazy shit. Do you remember those Trojan commercials where they were like at the Olympics and it would be like two athletes, and they would always end up in the? Did you guys remember that? Before your day. All right. Uh, Brian, when is, when, when will this list, will this list get updated before the CrossFit games? How often do you update this? Yeah. I mean, I'll update it today to take some of those people off of the list. But, but I mean, one where we do another show. Um, I think probably, I, I probably not until August after the games for the top 100. I think after semifinals, I'll rank the, the, the games athletes that are remaining. I will be continuously updating it throughout the year. So if you wanted to do one going into semifinals, we definitely could. Yes, I'll have it available. But I think twice a year is okay for this. Once after the games, once before the Open. 
this this man and man and woman uh, power rankings is there a living version of it document that lives anywhere online by living i mean it's updated as you update it like so tonight before you go to bed you might get up at like three in the morning eating a sandwich and be like you know what i'm moving this and it happens in real time well i'm thinking of creating my own website and then maybe i could have it living there what would your website be working on that okay uh patrick clark says not yet so he knows stuff. He knows a little bit of everything. He knows stuff that you don't even know about yourself. That's right. Uh, one more time for you guys. Mal O'Brien is the number one CrossFitter walking planet Earth today. She is the fittest woman, according to the Brian French. She's the number one CrossFitter competing in the game season this year. Doesn't necessarily mean that she'll win. No, that means that T, I still think Tia is the fittest on earth, but she's not competing. I mean, but T, don't listen to Brian. Don't interrupt me again. According to Brian Friend, the power rankings, the, the fittest woman on earth is Mal O'Brien. <clears throat> don't let him ignore Brian if he says it. I know it's his. List. Oh, look at this. Befriendly.com. We got it. Thank you. Someone's already hacked it. It's brilliant. Befriendly.com. It's long overdue. I think this should live on your homepage, this list, this top 10. It will be huge. It's a, it's, it, it's such good brand value to the Brian Friend name. Is Tia going to do the open? No. I, I would guess probably she's going to do it. Wouldn't you guess uh, she'll do it? She, she told me no. So. Oh. We'll see. That's weird. I don't we'll know, know in less would. than a week. Uh, Laura Horvat, uh, number two. Uh, some bold predictions. Uh, Annie Thor's daughter, number three. Danielle Brandon, number four. You think Danielle's going to make the podium this year? I know. I think. No, those I know. Three, I think those top three will make the podium. I would say this. I mean, and it's that's why she's fourth. I think of all of the women behind those top three on the list, Danielle has this year the best chance to to make the podium. Yeah. You think Danielle is uh, going to peak this year? This is going to be your best year ever. Hmm. It's hard to say. I mean, it's possible last year was her best year ever. And I don't really know how, how good she can get. It's, you know, it's surprising to me that someone who can have a year of being very limited with something like a back squat can still place fourth at the games. And to me, like I said, that makes her pretty scary. Uh, Tia does the open, puts her name as the alternate on the proven team wins the games on a team. God, anything's possible. Uh, thank you. Fantastic show. Uh, and I guess we'll be doing another show this evening uh, where we start talking. It's our first of trolling the leaderboard. leaderboard uh, Brian Friend and Jer Howe will be joining us. We're we'll talking about what the Open is, who we think is going to win it, what the workouts will be, all things. Open up the phone lines maybe. Yeah, I think call we, can, in. we can definitely do that. Uh, if uh, Melissa o- Odier, if Laura loses uh, 15 pounds, her gymnastics would improve and she, uh, she would take it all. I don't know if she can lose 15 <clears throat> pounds. She'd be a fucking stick, popsicle stick. We, I mean, we have this this conversation all the time, and I, I, I disagree with that. I mean, I think that she, at the current way she's competing, she is so good at so many things. 
And it's one specific thing. And it's more specific than most people even recognize that she struggles with it at that weight. I don't know. And she doesn't maybe know how, how much better that one thing would improve down 10 to 15 pounds. But I think that it would not improve enough to offset how good she is at 10 other events at the weight she's currently competing at. I think there's somewhere uh, somewhere in the middle of those two. Eric Y. Sevy, how's that punk kid at the skate park? Uh, I doubt we'll see him again. What's crazy is he's kind of a family friend. The whole thing is is weird. It's weird when you see some parent lose their mind. But anyway. Okay. Brian, thank you. Thank you. Caleb, thank you. Matt Souza, no uh, thank you. California Hormones, thank you uh, for giving us the resources to force Brian over here. To buy his soul. Oh, make him eat white dog poop. I've seen the white dog poop. That's the stuff that's been sitting around the yard like just forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like like five. It's been there for five days. No one picked it up. Fucking insightful. That guy has like three dogs. Patrick Clark, right? I think two. Bruce Wayne, thank you uh, very much for everything you've contributed to. Uh, you're making wonderful thumbnails. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, Melissa wants to, uh, I'm all for Laura anyways. Yeah, with peace and love. Okay. Uh, bye bye